0: had the podcast which is called like me and dylan talk shit about whatever's going on in our life and that's basically <laughs> like a, a very funny phone and our new website
1: uh, me and dylan talk shit about what going on life.com uh be sure <laughs> which, which is fine
0: that's that's great but and that's the funniest parts of the podcast but i don't like it being the entire conceit of the podcast is two jerk yeah. offs talk to each other who are friends i mean that's fun but that can be 90 percent of it but i don't think it needs to be 100 percent.
1: yeah i i agree
0: the whole point is to to you know
1: talk about what lights us on fire in the morning you know
0: Oh, hell um, yeah, well, I'm keeping that in. <laughs> that's, that's great. <laughs>
1: welcome back everyone good evening good morning good afternoon we're dylan and joe from the dylan and joe basin podcast um this is episode 69
0: 69
1: one of our favorite numbers um (laughs) it has a lot to do with our topic today and um and i'm dylan joe why don't you tell them who you are
0: In the American Southwest, there's a legend that cannot be stopped. My name is Joe Collins, and I wanna talk to you today about shapeshifters, about unexplained events and happenings, and one of the biggest paranormal hotspots in the history of our nation, if not the world. What are we talking about today, Dylan?
1: Today, we're talking about a topic that I spent a good solid hour today, as always, where I get 100% of my research just watching the X-Files.
0: Well, not only that, this you've, partic- you've talked about this this topic for years to now. I mean, even before we started the podcast, you and you had the conversations about this very thing. So I know that you have banked knowledge over year <laughs> after year, and your research is just tertiary at this point.
1: Yeah, many bottles of bourbon have been um, drank <laughs> uh, in discussions with me and Joe about exactly. what the Native Americans call the skinwalkers. The skinwalkers. What are the Walkers. skinwalkers? It's a good question, everyone. Thanks for asking skinwalkers according to navajo legend and you know it's more specifically the deeper you get into this all tribes algonquin they have a different name for them the algonquin call the skinwalkers the Manitow. and
0: sure it's a legend that goes beyond just one single tribe but our story today and our, our particular tales are about the navajo legend of skinwalkers but like you said it's just a name for the same thing yeah you know, it's all Bigfoot the same Bigfoot and a yeti as far as I'm concerned, it's about where it is. You know, what, what culture names it themselves.
1: Bigfoot, Yeti, monster of the Finoki swamp. Also Skunk the same ape, thing. Skunk ape. I mean, yeah. It's, it's, um, what's it's the a, Asian one? On the, the um.
0: Oh, the, uh, well, Yeti, but also, that, um, uh, the, uh, well, you know, yes, it's, it's the kind of thing. It's like the, the jungle. That's Apes. another
1: episode. Yeah. That's what we're done <laughs> we're, with we're skinwalkers, not, skinwalkers. uh, not Yeti. So, that's right. um. So what are these? Um, the most important thing to know before anything, and we get end the podcast right here if you're cool with that, Joe. And if you guys are cool with that, Let's we're just going to stop way. this after 30 seconds and we hope you guys have a good next episode. See you next um, week on the anyway. Dylan <laughs> Joe basement podcast. Thanks for coming today. We'll catch you guys later. Anyways, we're wow. not doing that. But um, is that this is the most sensitive intrinsic topic amongst native Americans when you interview them or talk to them or whatever it is, you know, what's the scariest thing you can ever think of? What's the scariest thing you think? What are the things that scare you the most in this world? What's something you don't want to talk about? It's skinwalkers, dude.
0: Yeah. It's kind of like Lord Voldemort in the Harry Potter world. Mm-hmm. You should not be named. It's very hard to find out a lot of deep lore about skinwalkers because one of the parts about skinwalkers is that you're not supposed to talk about them. They're supposed to keep in hushed tones in secret nights. I mean, even invoking them, is uh asking for a disaster which is not good
1: it is yeah it's not something you want to welcome into your life in any way i mean this is something that
0: which makes it hard for us to learn about them obviously
1: it is yeah there's there's shockingly not a lot there's a lot of interviews from police officers who are like yeah no we st- every now and then there's just some weird shit going on in the southwest somewhere particularly in utah arizona that's in montana which is obviously the northwest but like um, those areas where there's reservations, they are skinwalkers because they mm-hmm. are very closely related to the spiritual realm of the Native Americans. So, okay. what they are, if we want to, because we've been discussing this for a while,
0: let's talk about what we know that about what are they?
1: I don't agree 100 percent with the terminology here on all this, but they're shape shifting witches, witches mm. that disguise themselves as deformed animals like wolves and bears, and sly animals like foxes. Yeah, that's one of the
0: main things, the, the shape-shifting, right? It's, it's the ability to change their form into different animals that you might find in nature in the uh, in the Americas. So like you so say, yeah, a coyote often being a trickster or a raven mm-hmm. to um, give a bad omen or even a bear to uh, really fuck up your enemies there.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, to start off before we get into like a real description about them, the Native Americans, when they're interviewed and talk about this, there's one really important factor that is actually takes some digging to really figure out, and it it attacks the question of why we have this certain response to uh, artificial intelligence and to like sex dolls that talk and move and all these the things. The Uncanny
0: Valley, like we talked about in the puppets episode, exactly.
1: So the Uncanny Valley, which we've mentioned before is that when you see a human being that something isn't right about them, like their eyes are different, um, it gets discussed in that terminology with Uncanny Valley and specifically with skinwalkers. So at first, something seems a little off because you see like a, a coyote that's a little too...
0: Yeah, something's Let's off. say interested.
1: Yeah. I, my first feeling would be like interested, like any, a lot of movies show like an animal that comes up in the wild that seems like it's mo- it's m- has malicious intent Yeah. But it's a little too interested. Most
0: are afraid of people altogether. Mm -hmm. So even them approaching you is already a red flag. A lot of people think, Oh, is that rabies? What's wrong with it? Is it going to attack me? It's very Mm -hmm. strange when it's something as small as a coyote would walk up to a person. And that's already a red flag right there.
1: Yeah. Calmly. On top of
0: that, it looks different and it just gives you that uneasy chill to your spine.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, and we have a, a part of our brain that is like every human can recognize this immediately so it makes you yeah. think that like how far does this legend go back? Um, whereas we can immediately identify a coyote where the eyes are a little bit too human like compared to coyote eyes, where I don't how many Joe, how many um how many hours of your life have you ever spent looking at a coyote in person?
0: Uh, very few altogether. I think Give it's a multiple instances of thirty seconds. So I say maybe a total hour in my whole life have I spent looking at
1: a wild. That's. A, I feel like that's a really good number. I feel like I mine's yeah, less. Yeah, add um, it all up. You know, I've just seen them cross the road, or occasionally yes, I'll the, be in the two, woods and I'll seconds. see one. I'd say yeah. I'm like a total of being in the woods all the time. I feel like I've seen coyotes in my entire thirty years of existence for, you know, looking them in the eyes for a total of a minute and ten seconds, like. Um, yeah yeah that you sounds, know like
0: i mean that sounds probably more reasonable but i think it's a little higher than that yeah Even probably if you stared but... it for five ten seconds you've already got 10 percent of your total viewing right there it's gotta be more than that yeah uh, maybe an hour is too much but i think it's more than a
1: minute it's probably like a half an hour if we yeah to probably i mean to be real but like um more deer but all this but you but you have this thing where i'd never question that for Way one second deer. like is this an alien is this a skinwalker is this max girlfriend never thought that you know like I've one question
0: you might have is it a fox, a dog, or is it a wolf? And you go, Oh, it's a coyote. But you would never yeah, think you, exactly is this a person.
1: Nailed it. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Usually when I see these things, I'm like, oh shit, a dog. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute, it's a coyote. That's fun. And then um, but if its eyes were slightly different, we'd pick up on that immediately. And like you said, that's called the uncanny valley. And it's one of those
0: um ancient characteristics
1: we have in our genetics like we talked about in
0: the past about being able to recognize uh the fear response and mm-hmm. you see a spider or a snake that's just not your personal life that's a deeply rooted ape instinct we have to say that is something wrong and there's a beneficial aspect to that through your genetics which makes you think of the question you're bringing up right now which is why do we have that same response as a snake or a bear to something that's not quite human like what in our past made us have to fear something that could you know, destroy our lives or end our genetic reign that's uncanny like that. I mean, it really does beg the question, why do we have that response? That's the same fear response as a snake. We know why a snake is, but why is it uh, something like this?
1: Yeah. And it's like when you see Mark Zuckerberg, you get that vibe. Yeah. Just you something's know? not right about something's it. it's not it, right about the eyes. It you sends know, that cool
0: chill down your spine. Like you see a, a, a pack of, you know, wolves surrounding your campsite. There's something about
1: Something not quite right It just not quite right here yeah (laughs) it does so the native americans said that this is the one distinguishing feature besides the obvious that like the eyes just aren't totally right about these things so you see them they're a little fucked so um they are yeah uh skinwalker translates to like walking on all fours for the most part and um and they take over an animal that's my first start so like you're looking at Um, those four types of animals or more and they shape shift into something that you don't want to see. And they typically are malicious and they're coming after you for some sort of very spiritual reason that you don't want to be a part of.
0: Yeah. And uh, i part of the legend is that skinwalkers were once regular humans. It's not that they came from, you know, beyond the grave or whatever they they're regular people who delved into this kind of dark magic. And one of the most common, reasons attributed to that is that they have to perform a rite in order to gain their you know powers for is it's like signing a pact with the demon or something like that and for skinwalkers gang initiation yeah gang initiation you gotta get beat into the gang uh for this it's to kill a family member a close family member to give you the ability to become a skinwalker which not only yeah. are you ostracized by being a skinwalker and trying to hide your identity you're obviously ostracized immediately by killing a, a close member of your tribe, which means it's like a big sacrifice to make for these powers you can have to uh, walk at night and transform into any animal. And then they
1: let you in. <laughs> let the wrong one in. Yeah, once you get that, they let you in and all of a sudden you're a skinwalker before you know it. There oh, you, you go. just kill a family member in honor of uh, those spirits. So um, They're typically located in the American Southwest. There's a Question very, area. Navajo very...
0: and Uinta tribes both are from that area, which are going to come up in our story today. They
1: are, and there's a particular hot spot currently in the upper northeast corner of Utah at a place called Skinwalker Ranch that we'll get into later. We're not going to do yet, mm-hmm. but um, even to this day, there are sightings of skinwalkers. There are documented accounts of these encounters with uh injury to the people involved.
0: Grave injuries involved. So yeah. Do you want to talk about um how it relates to today? Because our story has to do with that name in that ranch particular and the Uinta basin in northeast
1: Utah. Yeah, what I think is funny is that it's called like it looks like the Utah Basin, but it's the Uintah Basin. Yeah, it's not even Utah. It's a Uinta. Like, what are you
0: into? You're yeah. Into yeah. Exactly. Coyotes. So, you into skunks? What are you into?
1: Right. Right. So yeah, you want to get right into Skinwalker Ranch because that's a real good place. I think to start talking about these guys.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Let Let's introduce uh, the the grand scheme of Skinwalker Ranch before we before I take it for a commercial break. I think.
1: Yeah, it sounds good. So Skinwalker Ranch is a ranch in the Utah Basin, as mentioned, in the upper northwest corner of Utah, as everyone has told me. And in that upper west north corner of Utah is very close to and obviously prior uh, ownership of the Native Americans.
0: Who owned all the land uh, before everyone showed up and not only owned it they didn't really own it in the way that we see it now. Like there's no deeds to the land. You don't have like Hmm. land rights. You can all make money off it. It's just that this is the area that we understand that you're allowed to, you know, thrive in, but there's no more yours than the sun is yours. It's just that you're allowed to use it.
1: Exactly. So the white folk came in, take over all these things, cause horrible atrocities and slaughter and, you know, yeah. the worst like things on earth. They're like
0: writing up deeds and drawing up map lines and
1: things like they that. They do, yeah. I no, to say they that obviously
0: all peoples would war with each other. I mean, that, that's just part of being human. I think it's definitely a misconception to think that Native American tribes were singing Kumbaya in their designated areas. But at the same time, they weren't trying to conquer and rule nation states in the way that um, other cultures would like ours. no but
1: they were definitely one also thing to keep in mind is that they definitely were um, pretty malicious towards each other some of those brutal wars that's what i'm saying between native american tribes so they were you know they were definitely always trying to expand or not it wasn't just this peaceful place i'm yeah, still 100 that, exactly pro saying, native yeah. american you let them do this thing and we shouldn't get involved but, yeah that's why i brought um, that up
0: just to make sure that we have the caveat and then i to say oh everything's all hunky dory
1: yeah you know, okay not, i misunderstood but- that. So,
0: I was saying the exact opposite of what you thought I was saying. I think is that yeah, don't forget, think so. They yep. fought each other. I was just trying to say mm-hmm. it not so explicitly, but now I am saying that dude. they're gotcha. both—they're all humans. We're all humans. We're all pieces of shit. We're like to hear, <laughs> yeah.
1: So um, yeah, so yeah. So it so this uh, plot of land up there wasn't um, first officially plotted and purchased till 1934 by Kenneth and Edith Myers. Mm-hmm. They decided that Kenneth and Edith Myers wanted to start a ranch, want to have some cattle. Yeah, a, a lot of time. land
0: up there too, especially at the time. I mean, a lot of those oh, Southwestern of lot territories, of you can buy just acres and acres. They figure, eh, mm-hmm. who's going to be out here anyway?
1: Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of caves, caverns. Um, uh, beautiful out there too. With beautiful. All the
0: red rocks and all kinds of cool desert. Yeah, meets yeah. mountains, meets wilderness. I mean, there's fields, there's, there's greenery. Yep, exactly. There's lands for cows to graze.
1: Cows to graze and all these things. And if you guys are unfamiliar with the landscape, do yourself a favor and watch the movie nope
0: very similar yeah it's the uh that's based off of that's in nevada right
1: uh is that california it's in utah so nope is based off of skinwalker ranch it's a play on the the stories of skinwalker ranch have you seen it? yeah yeah i've seen
0: Nope, but nope is the movie is set um not in utah though because they're pretty sure it was they're transporting they work for hollywood b- using horses and movies and films and right TV right shows and like this. oh
1: they're you had a good point okay sorry. so they're yeah, either in a,
0: they're either in southwest mm-hmm. nevada
1: or they're in yeah, eastern Western. uh california. eastern california. california yeah oh i, yeah, meant I think east they're in eastern or... california yeah and sorry um it's gonna be is northeast yeah. utah yeah. i was getting confused because we're on the east coast and i was looking right. at like it's like the opposite way yeah so northeast yeah. but um yeah you get a good point so but yeah, it's
0: that kind of thing where it's like the mountains meet the desert meets the like the fields. That's a very strange uh, and very beautiful environment, that whole area. Now, obviously, California is more green; because so they pump in water. But you can say, like like you said, the movie, Nope, very similar to what it would look like at Skinwalker Ranch in Utah.
1: Yeah, because the movie was set to... So the movie is v- pretty much the story of Skinwalker Ranch. It's, it's not too far from it. It, it focuses mm-hmm. more on the other phenomenon as yeah. opposed to a skinwalker but it's the same type of concept so for sure um so back to skinwalker ranch so 1934 to 1994 very long time kenneth and edith myers owned the property mm-hmm. they live there
0: 87 i think is um before she sold it and she moved but no one owned it until 1994 you're right about that yeah
1: and 1994 is when there became real issues
0: yeah But yes, that family Um, definitely owned it in that period of time before um, the patriarch of the family passed away and the the matriarch decided to move to an old folks' home, as we say. But yes, between that full time, this is the family who owned it. And there was no stories about anything weird happening before they ever owned it. I mean, they bought the property. It was probably, there were no stories about it. If you weren't part of the Navajo tribe, no one knew what this hell was going on over here.
1: Exactly. So we don't know what Kenneth Neves Myers necessarily did or didn't do with this or what they knew about there's also people in this world who are very immune or have defenses built up towards like these type of things so th- there's could be a lot they could have just ignored or whatever it is but like terry and gwen sherman lived there for only two years <laughs> it's a big property owned for just two years then peace
0: out um, yeah and it's not cheap to buy this much land i've always cheaper in utah than it is in the Greater Boston area, but it's still very expensive to buy. What is it? 500 acres or things, something like that. It's a huge property.
1: Huge Yeah, it's it's absolutely huge. So, um, so it, when Robert Bigelow purchased it in 1996, um, the property came with a lot of weird stuff. Um, weird stuff meaning like, if you go, if all of a sudden you want to buy a house today. You're looking in there, and everything looks cool. But you realize that all the doors have a little too many locks on them <laughs> from the inside or seems from like the outside. Some
0: paranoid tendencies. Some
1: paranoid like people, yeah. there's I can bars. see it in
0: like a, a tough neighborhood or something like that, but you're in the middle of nowhere to be that locked out against the world it Seems you're fearing something.
1: Yeah, to have bars in the windows and locks yeah. and this type of stuff. You're like, there's no We're not in here.
0: Skid Row. We're in the middle of nowhere. Utah.
1: Middle of nowhere. What's going on here? So the more they dug deeper, the more we realized that these people are experiencing some really traumatic, horrible things, like seeing entities, portals opening up, UFOs Death, everywhere. Fear and terror. Just battle mutilations. Altogether just all these things. And they they somehow lasted two years of that, which is too long, two years, too long for me.
0: Same here. It reminds me of a sort of Amityville horror situation where you've already bought into the property and your family is suffering through this. And when you're watching the shows about it, you go, well, why wouldn't you get out that day? But there's just so much involved and there's denial and there's fear. And there's all these things that built up to it with why you might stay there for so very long and experience all these oddities and, strange events that just must strike your heart ice cold with the, the lack of power you have to change the situation.
1: Yeah. And the thing with the skinwalkers is specifically is that they like to cause sickness and I wouldn't say death, but like sickness and misery amongst a certain area, like property, like they're not going to fall. Skinwalkers don't typically follow people state to state. They just stay with that one spot. Um, and that seems to be what happened with this situation. Absolutely. Were, let's get it.
0: Uh, let's get more into it. Uh, yeah. Let's, let's, let's blow this thing up. Let's mm-hmm. find out what happened beforehand. Why a millionaire tycoon in real estate decided to buy this property for cheaper than the person bought it, and what the U.S. government has to do with all this. Yes. After well, we let's return do it. from our first commercial break.
1: First commercial break. We are walking down an area where we've been told about some dogs that were killed. The vaporizing dogs, right? They weren't vaporized. They were compressed into the ground. Compressed? What do you mean by compressed? Like something fell on them or Like something heavy smashed them. Really?
0: Something actually looked like they were just squashed into the dirt. Yeah.
1: From what I remember, a blue orb came bouncing down off them rocks right there. They believe a blue orb killed the dogs, is that what you're saying? Really? You heard that story from the people who actually saw it with their own eyes. I saw it with my own oh, eyes. Oh, you saw it. Right, Andrew, you can introduce the podcast. I'll give you some ownership. Uh, yeah, guys, uh, welcome back to the Dylan Joe Basin Podcast, episode 69. S-S-S- 69. Hottest number out there right i mean there's no other numbers that really do it like i've
0: always been a fan of uh uh eight eight what's eight? Oh, you turn it on the side or double zero good jersey number oh like
1: just you're just doing drawing boobs <laughs> all right um that's joe joe likes number eight he likes boobs more than 69 um yeah. Uh, there's 69. Well, one of those two I've had a lot more uh, personal contact with <laughs> as far as numbers go. It's true, yeah. Um, 69, 420, 666. Um, but 69 was invented, like, way long ago. Me and Joe just, I sent you something about pots in, um, like, Mesopotamia, like, ancient days. Yeah. They were doing that shit for such a long time. Like, people think, like, oh, it's from the 600 AD or 600 BC. People were were having a good time. No, I mean, I'm okay. sure there there was... Roman bats you know, were just giant sex parties. Wicked fun.
0: For sure. I mean, there was probably, you know, proto-humans, like, you know, ancient hominids that were just 69 and constantly, like, the fact, the thing that we invented that is, is complete hubris and we did not.
1: Yeah, everyone thinks the past hundred years, like, all this fun shit yeah. was done. It's like, no, no, there was they fun shit. So fun shit run. was being done from 10,000 BC to... 400 ad and then it was complete misery until 1969 and then shit started then coming the back moon, cool
0: again the moon came into the picture and we all changed our world
1: yeah stuff started to get cool again but there was a obviously a giant gap in fun for like most of the time but like bc good time 400 post bc good time after that it seemed to kind of suck once the plague started hitting and then 1969 <laughs> BC things started
0: to cool again. also sucked I think BC sucked Uh, really. 10,000. All
1: right. Ice Age ended 12,000 BC, but that's also when Atlantis sunk. So, like, we don't really know. Well, that might come up with (laughs) them. Just saying, you know, like, there's a lot going on in 12,000 BC. Um, the uh, sphinx and stuff like shows that clearly there was
0: the sphinx, yeah the best
1: invention of the past yeah years. but like roman baths and stuff that was all like 400 AD. that was no, a it good sounds time, great dude. but
0: you know there was a lot of it basically it was like it always is if you have a lot of money and power it's pretty nice if you're any regular person you're fighting for survival every given moment of your life no creature comforts that's true yeah we're looking we're, in the face
1: we're very naive to think that we would be part of the elite to be going to roman baths we would be in the fucking river yeah shitting ourselves we're living <laughs> it's like big, elite There's a yeah. big difference as far as right now me and joe are middle class i don't know if anyone knows that we're not upper I class. Wouldn't i'm not the one percent <laughs> i'd say that we're middle class dude we're both that's that's what middle class i would say is. I'm,
0: I'm lower class uh but I, but i'm okay with it
1: <laughs> well my checking account could say otherwise but um <laughs> like i'm fucking I feel like middle I'm, class I'm middle class poor. goes so I'm, long. Middle class is like,
0: yeah, all I earned is like two hundred thousand dollars a year. Like I'm not like upper class. Like, well.
1: Middle class does go up to two hundred, and it's sad. But see, like that,
0: that seems ridiculous to me I
1: know it's crazy, but like I'm not trusting. That me, seems upper just, class. I like to think I'm middle class, but I'm really just like well, the
0: there. class I'm, system is not what we're here talking about today. We're talking about poverty.
1: We're and we are, but we're also talking about like good times. We're the number sixty nine. This is the sixty-nine episode of the podcast. show. we gotta give at least ten seconds to the number sixty nine
0: precisely let's talk about that it's funny it's funny it's so funny it's been funny since i heard about it and i knew it was funny before i knew what it was about i I remember being a kid and being like 69 i'm like why is that funny it just is i don't know why
1: i remember our friend Lindsay. our friend Lindsay said one time joe blow blow joe or something and i was like i don't fucking get it Mm -hmm. like i had no idea this is in sixth grade and i had no fucking clue then a year later i was like oh my god that was pretty funny i didn't know no idea
0: yeah she's a classically uh hilarious she's very funny
1: very funny so anyways (laughs) um uh roman baths good time i hope that my my former spirit that has transformed every generation like when i previously died another life went back to roman baths because i am italian um and that was my hood like maybe hopefully i was just always there
0: yeah it'd be nice to think you were like like if Like a thousand years from now, people can look back and be like, "If I lived in the year 2020, I'd probably be like
1: Justin Bieber,
0: hanging out with the Kardashians and stuff." Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like, no, you fucking wouldn't. You'd be like one of us. But I think it's important to remember that if you were back in ancient history and you were rich, you still wouldn't have a lot of the things that we have now, like antiseptic, hot water, and a moment's notice. You know, you have cars, which even people who don't have that much money today have cars and you know, the most rich people in the world didn't really have cars. Like it's
1: we yeah. well so back things
0: then, people wouldn't had. Back then, you raw really dogged
1: like on the people. first date and you didn't think twice about it because you're probably gonna die anyway. So yeah, <laughs> it's a different. <laughs> and then, but also, if you were, if most everyone you know, soul, like me and you, were soul brothers, we know our souls. Mm-hmm. If I was at a Roman bath, it was because I was at ancient Emperor Nero's party and I was a human candle
0: yeah he, when most, he was burning christians for light
1: most likely i was being burned as a fuel source um
0: i mean can you imagine being those torches and then looking into the future so and then being like you know what they call the religion that you were dying for like what like roman catholic they're like son of a bitch that yeah. roman guy's the one who killed me they call the whole religion roman catholic they're like yeah, yeah. they adopted it yeah it, it really is hilarious that way it's like the the authoritarian state killed all these people and they're like actually we're kind of down with that now and that's also our thing and it was our idea the whole time like you killed so many people not listening to them it's like if mormonism took over america and we're like we've always been mormon it's like why it's like uh because it's an american thing yeah we've all been down Mm. with it
1: yeah yeah exactly united states ism
0: (laughs) that's a whole religion in itself
1: yeah, it is a little bit right now, but we're going to move on from that topic and get right back to the <laughs> meat of the podcast, which is the Skinwalker, skinwalker Ranch. 69 Ranch. Is that the episode of this podcast? The name of this podcast?
0: Yeah, it's a skinwalker, or the Skinwalker. I said uh...
1: Skinwalker 69 Ranch. Um, but yeah, but this is about the Skinwalker.
0: There must be a better pun to be made with 69 and skin and things like that. Like there's, there's a pun in there somewhere like Mr. Skin. All those things. Yeah, I'm not I'm not finding one right now. No, well, it's, not, it's not your job to make find one right now. <laughs> you got time. We're not gonna name the podcast in the middle of the podcast. If it comes it's up naturally,
1: true. <laughs> up. Yep. Sixty-nine skinwalker.
0: Flash forward from the ancient Roman Tread. bats to nineteen ninety-four, around that time. The year of our Lord, nineteen ninety-four. <laughs> yeah. Utah, United States of America.
1: Kenneth and Edith Myers, not sixty-nine, ing probably. Yeah, well, I um, imagine they
0: didn't, but but I'm going to flash. I'm going to get us on track here. OK, if you don't mind
1: there. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Yeah, yeah. OK, yeah. here
0: we go. So, uh, yeah, Edith Walker or Edith Walker, Edith Meyer. Edith, Jesus Edith Christ, Edith Skin what Walker. podcast
1: is this? Edith Skin and Carl <laughs> Ka- Marker. <laughs> 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 I mean, 1934, 1994.
0: Uh, she, she still owns the place up until... Her death, I imagine, because what Edith, she is, she just, moved away she from her ranch. Oh, it's
1: Edith. We're talking about Edith right now. Edith Bunker
0: Ranch. Edith moved to a, uh, a assisted living facility. She still had the equity in her ranch. It got sold off um, after her husband passed to the Sherman family. Now this family was trying to make a new life for themselves. They wanted to buy this huge property and have a ranch out of it. I couldn't find exact figures on how much it cost to buy this property in 1994, but let's say it wasn't cheap. I mean, it's cheaper than like we said earlier, buying it in very heavily populated areas, but you're still buying hundreds of acres of land. You're investing in your future. This family is going to, this is our life. Now we're going to have, we're going to raise cattle. We're going to live on this ranch. Uh, we're going to make our best of it, but they realized pretty quickly that it was not all it was cracked up to be and a very strange thing started happening to them, which is why this particular plot of land is so famous when they bought it, like Dylan said, they saw all these locks and bars and padlocks in the doors and they're like, what the, what's this all about? This is strange just to start out with. And it didn't take long for them to start seeing stranger and stranger things happening. Uh, one of the first things that I encountered by learning about this is that they came into contact with a large wolf, which kind of has that uncanny valley aspect you were talking about with the coyote earlier, Dylan.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. This is Edith still, right? No, this is the Shermans. Okay, Terry and Gwen. Yes. I have no stories with
0: the original owners whatsoever. I don't either. Their son denies that anything ever happened there or anything was ever said about it.
1: He seems cool. Yeah.
0: Um, But yeah, no, this is the Shermans. This is the the 90s owners of this thing that made it famous. Without them, we wouldn't have no idea what's going on there. So they come into a counter with this wolf and a couple of ranch hands and the owner, Terry Sherman, they see this large wolf. Um, on the property and they have dogs with them so they're worried about the cows or the dogs and the wolf starts approaching them and it has that uncanny valley feeling where why is this animal approaching us? There's a lot of us, there's only one of it and why is it approaching us? Its eyes were strange looking, it it was imposing, it looked like a large wolf Um, but then it started to go right at them and go after them so it started opening fire on the wolf with their rifles and to quote what they said at the time it looked like it didn't even feel it they were hitting it they were sure of it even though it was nighttime it was hard to see if you're hitting it but they saw it, they said they saw pieces of flesh falling off of it which means that obviously they must have hit something far away but the wolf wasn't reacting to the uh the shots taking it at it even though it was clearly getting hit and it was going after both the dogs and the uh proprietors of the ranch and the workers there it seems like a really strange thing that's wolf to go after them and it would have made sense for the wolf to die right there, but it did not die. And in fact, it slinked off into the night after attacking them, never to be seen again, at least not in that form. Wow. Did you hear anything about that story about the wolf? That one came up a couple of times for me.
1: I did hear because um, it brings up an important fact um, that comes straight from uh, a specific... Um, person from the navajo navajo tried in present day mm. who talks about how to kill one of these things well you got to tell me about it right now
0: i can't wait to hear about it.
1: so this was posted on uh reddit by culture4326 and she says navajo here ask me anything and uh one of the literally actually not one of the the first question that silver bumble asks on reddit was can firearms kill them or even scare them off firearms firearms okay. and the answer to this is uh scaring them off yes as far as killing them it's not known but most likely no
0: it's something um, neither scared it off or they definitely didn't kill it by the story here
1: yeah exactly so there's multiple ways to kill it and it's not with a gun um there's two different methods or more that have to do with white ash. So you can fill a, an arrow with white ash white and, ash. Yeah, I have heard of that. Yeah, almost like kind sage. Like the sage, bullet. Yeah, sage wood. would be the first thing that I know personally from experience that would produce white ash. Anytime you burn sage, it makes white ash. Mm-hmm. Um, if you do wood, you are not guaranteed to that. So um, burning sage, super Native American tradition. Um, sage cleansing your home, I still do it. i have talked this in the podcast before. Super great way to remove bad entities, bad spirits, bad vibes, whatever. Um, Shooting an arrow at them with white ash. Good smells um, is one way to do it. Oh, no, it removes
0: good smells and replaces it with sage.
1: (laughs) Oh, no, I think it's the opposite. (laughs) Um, So there's that. And then um, another way is to uh, find out its name. So if a skinwalker speaks because they are... There's some sort of humanoid factor to them because they're a spirit. They're possibly a witch that's shape-shifting. If you can get to the point where they talk, they disappear. They should never talk, but it can be you can be very convincing and make them talk. So if you find out who they actually are, who the skinwalker actually is, that's mm-hmm. a get- way to get rid of them and also have them speak.
0: Almost as if they're in their animal form, the skinwalker form, they, they don't want to be accountable for their actions. And if you could speak their name, it yeah. forces them to come to terms with who they are. And uh, that they will be blamed for this.
1: Yeah. Crimes. Yep. Exactly. So um, I'm going to get into this real quick. I didn't think I was ready for this yet, but I think it's it's a little bit uh, appropriate given what we've just spoken about. So um, okay, so we're back. Um, so with that, guys. So um, this brings up a really important topic about like what the motivation behind the skinwalker, let's call it curse, or skinwalker option for revenge would be my yeah, guess. i
0: think it would be a, it could be a skinwalker curse um i think it's worth mentioning that part of the allure of this area was that it had been cursed uh, not particularly mm. by a skinwalker itself but by the right. tribe which i will i'll bring up later but i want to give you your point here but yes yeah, definitely a curse on the area is one of the ideas why it's so weird around here what's, what's going on
1: yeah what's exactly and like um a big reason, so like in the X-Files episode, season one, episode 19, um, the times the Skinwalkers were around were because they were sort of a revenge. So it was one Native American tribe attacking another. And not in that episode, but that seems to be what happens in the Skinwalker stuff is that someone was wronged and yeah. that the Skinwalker is a particular possible human being that is a sort of a witch-like member of the Native American tribe that yeah. shapeshifts into a let's say wolf and attacks another tribe to be unaccountable and to scare the living shit out of them to make yeah. them get out of there. So
0: it's like the guys of uh, it's like arguing on the internet you can just feel free to do whatever you want because you're not going to have to come back on you unless you have a public podcast with your name on it full name.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's true. So Sort of an omen, sort of a you know curse, sort of or something. And like when it comes to Skinwalker Ranch, it's it's like you know you really possibly this land was taken, people were killed, murdered, yeah. all the worst things. Oh, can the, I tell you all... right
0: now, in particular, to, to yeah, bring well, to go your for your point, it. Yeah, please. Do, is yeah. What I heard about it, is that the it came in contention between the Uinta tribe of the area, which named after, and the Navajo tribe, which are the mm-hmm. namesake for Skinwalker at, at the time of colonial expansion, the Uinta tribe took the side of the colonists and kind of teamed up with them, much like a lot of tribes happened in the French and Indian War and things like that, with that, they actually took their side. And because they took the side of the colonists, they were, you know, outnumbered and outgunned to the Navajo out of shame for them. They, they, they cursed the land. They go, you're going to take this from us, you're going to team up with them. We're going to put a curse on this land and your very betrayal of our people shall never leave this land for what it is. And it only makes sense that the Navajo curse shall bring with it uh, the Navajos, one of their greatest uh, demons, which is the, the skinwalker itself.
1: Yeah, it's a good way to put so it. It,
0: it. It said it's been cursed since, you know, the early 1800s for when the expansion
1: really went out there for the first time. Yeah, makes sense to me. So um, you want to get back into, so that's that's just more about the Skinwalker uh, entity itself and the paranormal. And the again, everything has got a reason. You know, we talked about this. Yeah, the um, things didn't don't-
0: just bump into one wolf and then call it a, a night. Hey, this whole entire new venture of our lives, our whole family moving, all this money we put in. Hey, we saw one wolf, we shot it, didn't die. All right, we're moving. No, mm-hmm. there's a lot more than that. We're going to be talking about it on the Dylan and Joe basement
1: podcast yeah we will that's where we're here because uh, a lot of you guys get your news from us um so uh and your your knowledge about this the world around you from the dylan joe based podcast we hear it all the time so um so the thing is with kenneth and edith myers again they might just be like wicked chill terry and gwen sherman are really...
0: we're solidly on terry and gwen sherman at this point
1: right yeah at this point because they're just like straight in the goddamn middle of this you know yeah. and like um,
0: they, they they just moved in they saw the wolf happen we can move on from there
1: they saw the wolf happen they saw portals open up that things would crawl out which would be skinwalkers and then there's ufo sightings and then multiple different forms of physical illness and that type of thing um, their yeah, dogs just in the of middle of the night. on them yeah it was just ca- exactly just overwhelming which would be the best way to describe it is that just that they, they they bought dogs like dogs. Like we're talking German shepherds, Doberman. Yeah. Well, yeah I mean, that's dogs. what
0: real ranchers have like real work. No, but dogs. they had
1: like protective dogs. And then just in the middle of the night, those dogs would go freaking ape shit. Um, And, and, and they've lost one of their dogs too. Like the dog goes and tries to just escape sparks the crazy dog's dad missing that type of thing. Like they
0: lost a bunch of them. All right. I'm going to rapid fire mm-hmm. like three or four stories. Please God. Point here. Bring it on, dude. We're ready. After the, uh, they start seeing strange lights in the sky, things they describe as portals, like Dylan said, it, within months of moving in there, they also see an object shaped like a fridge, they would say, in the sky, but the size of a bus floating around, and they're trying to follow it between the ranch hands and the workers there. They are followed by similar objects. Onto their own property. So they started the objects in the sky that they were looking at started looking like they were following them home. I don't know if it was a matter of perspective or if it was just walking home, they felt concerned in that way. They started seeing blue orbs that were floating around and dancing around. It kind of sounded like the stories you talked about are UAPs where they're moving unnaturally in the sky and they're they're so bright you can't miss them, but they're they're strange around the area. And the particular story that Dylan was talking about. Their dogs started running after these blue orbs into the night, barking, going ape shit, like you said, going crazy. And all three of the dogs that went off into the night, they weren't found that night. They started chasing after them. They couldn't hear them barking anymore. And it wasn't until the following morning they finally found where they assumed the dogs went because their remains were there, along with three perfectly circular burn marks in the field with the dog's remains that they described as a greasy mess, which I think is just a disgusting description, but it reminds you, me of those cattle yeah. mutilations we found in the past, which is a disgusting scene. And you could say, Oh, the dogs ran off. They got in trouble with, with uh, some wolves or whatever. But I mean, this is just not common with dogs going missing is coming upon them with burned circles and all of the field around them. They said it was perfectly healthy, tall grass all, all around the circle. Just the dogs ran off and the blue lights got burned up. And that was that. And I think that after the multiple occasions of the the lights in the sky, the fridge, the portals, all these weird things, I don't know how you'd attribute this to this one family, but they must've just been uh, terrified at this point and really regretting living on this property, especially as more and more of their cows that they ranched were going missing and following these different lights or just gone missing altogether. And they would find them mutilated or sometimes they never find them again. Concerning.
1: Yeah, concerning. And my thing is not to be, you know, we're, me and Joe are just kind of like news reporters. We're just trying to report on the news here without giving our opinions. But mm. how the fuck do you fake that? You know, like we saw know. crazy lights, we saw burn holes ty- in between giant grasses. That's,
0: it seems beyond tricking your eyes into a full on event happening to you
1: yeah anytime you see someone like oh well it's just serial phenomenon and you know there's all sorts of things out there it's like come on you got we got dead animals like, here
0: we have dead animals you know it's yeah yeah
1: dead fucked up animals that got like fucked in like some crazy way this and they insane. said they were
0: surgically removed much like our cattle mutilation where their cattle were we had yeah. our explanations for that but it, it, it was a similar idea which is just that it's it's very lo- low blood loss and just pieces of the thing removed organs skin
1: things like that it's very strange yeah it's very strange makes no great no sense at all so so um uh yeah with our friends there um uh we've got uh, i'm just pulling up another history here um sure at that point uh, after the
0: dogs had died I, I saw that as one of the last experiences the family had uh, Do you want to talk about any illnesses? Because I didn't find any of that. I wanted to let you bring that up before I move on from the Shermans. Because after the dogs died, the Shermans decide, uh, this is the last straw in the Amityville Horror, and I'm getting the fuck out of here.
1: Yes, so my only illnesses come actually a little later. There are reports of them having issues, and then throughout the past of the documented history from the Navajo and other tribes, skinwalkers typically at their very most benign presence will Hmm. just inhabit an area um, Hmm. and cause a lot of just general illnesses leading up to potentially fatal things, even down to things like, you know, symptoms of mold sickness.
0: Super bad. Not good at all. But as far as I understand, uh, after that Whole thing happened. They pulled the full Amityville and they said, We had to get our family out of here. Terry and
1: Gwen Good. just got the fuck out. They said, We're getting out. So they decided
0: to sell the place, um, but they were completely open and honest about what happened to them. They didn't try to hide why they're moving. They were completely open with the public. And because they're open to the public, it became a news story. And people around the area started to learn for the first time the events that were happening here at Skinwalker Ranch, which, although I appreciate their honesty, it made it very hard to find a buyer because not only are you admitting that your property may be cursed or maybe UFOs are coming to, you know, after you. Also, you're admitting that much of your cattle are being killed, which is not good for a new rancher to want to take on. And you need a very particular buyer to want to buy a place that you're so open about being strange and scary and terrifying. In comes a uh, real estate tycoon with a penchant for the paranormal who wants to make a name for himself and prove his beliefs. And this might be the best way for him to justify what he already believes about the world, and that it's not what it seems. Robert Bigelow decides to buy the property.
1: Robert Bigelow, who's the founder of NIDSI, which is NIDs, NIDs, uh, which is the National Institute for Discovery Science. He's very interested in the paranormal. So Comes the guy in. made his
0: money being a real estate tycoon, and now he's in his twilight years. He's allowed to do his passion project. Whatever you want to do, you do it now. Jeff Bezos <clears throat> wants to go to space. Elon Musk decided to go to buy Twitter, and Bill Gates decides to, I don't know, buy vaccines or whatever. Everyone, when they make the top of the world, they go, okay, now it's time for me to make my name for myself. I can relax in the sunset. And Robert Bigelow's version of that is becoming the first man to prove the paranormal with scientific accuracy. And he has the research team behind him and the funds to do it. And he actually buys the property for less than what the Shermans paid for. Which it's insane
1: it. because he, he's Robert a real estate tycoon Pico. and he's
0: like, I'm going to lowball you on
1: this. <laughs> he's a real estate tycoon as well as an aerospace engineer who has an aerospace company. He's a oh, sorry, billionaire, billionaire. He's not just like he a millionaire. Oh, sorry, billionaire. He's a billionaire, and so he's he much buys more this place for And 200. he's friends with you know, representatives from the Nevada State government. Specifically Harry Reid with the yeah, same this last guy name is as a me, R-E-I-D. But Robert Bigelow buys Skinwalker mm-hmm. Ranch 50-plus acres for $200,000. Wow. Because and that's, that's including the, because property, the property and the, and reason the house. Yeah. But the fun thing is, he didn't buy this because he wanted to retire. Or because he wanted whatever. No, he, he wasn't bought live this there. specifically because he was convinced by the mutilation stories by the Shermans, which included mm-hmm. tales of strange lights and unusual impressions made in the grass and soil. As That's why that. he spent two hundred grand on this place because he yeah, wanted. He to bought get, it.
0: He wanted to prove said, that this paranormal shit's real, and he has I've the money to throw at it.
1: Private jets. I've got it all. I there's one thing I know nothing about. Or let that there's just as always in the Dylan Joe Base podcast, the history left to be discovered is one of these places. And I don't know enough about this place and I'm going to buy it and figure it out because it's fucked. You know, they said
0: there's no new frontiers on our planet. And, uh, you know, a rich guy a thousand years ago could fund an expedition to find the new world. But in this world, you, you can't find anything new in our world. So Bigelow searches. Beyond the realm that we live in, and say, "What else is going on here? Must be something else here." I could be the guy who discovers paranormal activity is true, and Skinwalker Ranch seems to be a huge hotspot for that. So much is leaned into it, whether it's all these stories of the mutilations, the lights, and the old Navajo mm-hmm. tales. I mean, he's like, if I'm going to spend this much money investing in this research, I'm going to do it at Skinwalker Ranch. Seems like a good bet. Which also is funny that he probably spent. What a hundred times more money on the actual research than the property itself. I mean, he was the the yearly salary of some of these Ph.D. accredited scientists must have been more than the property value right away. You're in. I mean, he spent money with all the instruments, the research team. I mean, he had people on retainer, like ten or twelve people there constantly. I mean, that must be very expensive just to deal with all that. You have to be an eccentric billionaire with a uh, glory wish to even. involved in this at all it seems like there's very little benefit for you unless you think you're going to uncover the
1: first tile into the next world well that's the thing with these people who have who have more money than anything ever they 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 find what's possibly the most interesting most adrenaline going what makes you what what i already said it will light you on fire wake up the morning this is it for him when you go to the top of the mountain you look for the next peak. Yep, exactly, and that next peak turned to actually became tangible for him after going through this, doing his own research. He um, he was reported by the New York Times who have urged, urged like on his life or death, Senator They're Harry Reid to initiate some sort of a program to study this type of stuff. He said, well, "I got a spot for you guys to come in. There's shit going on here. It's insane. The previous owners are super fucked up." And it's just getting out of control here. Mm-hmm. You guys, I'll fly you into Utah, my, my stuff. And, um, let's do this. So, so Harry, Senator Harry Reed is the g- actual guy. This guy, Harry Reed, R E I D initiated what's known as a tip, the advanced airspace threat identification program, because the hotspot for all these things happened to be Skinwalker ranch. Mm. And it's because of Robert Bigelow, because he said, Trust me, I just bought this shit for like nothing. And this this is a hot spot for paranormal. Absolutely. You guys come in here, Harry Reed got convinced after going there that this is insane from 2007, to 2012. They were just strictly studying UFOs. And uh Yeah. Well,
0: let me break the gap between Bigelow buying the spot till there because he bought yeah, this in nineteen ninety-six. So that, that was a big gap between there. Big there. gap. Yeah. Okay. Bring it in. Yeah. But I definitely agree with you there. That it's, it's basically like wanting to study earthquakes and then moving to the San Andreas Fault. Of course, you're not guaranteed there's going to be an earthquake every day. But if there's going to be an earthquake, it's going to happen right there on the fault line. You bet. After Sherman sold the place to Bigelow, he also offered to be the manager of the property. He's like, I already know how it works. I know how, it, how to live here. As long as my family is out of here and safe, I'm fine with hanging out here. I'm not afraid to be here, but I just just know it's it's fucked up and it's weird and creepy. And he decided to work with the NIDS team, which is Bigelow's private army of investigators. This is before the American government got involved at all. This is a billionaire's project to find uh, spooky ghosts and demons and stuff. And he decides to put his full weight in there, which includes Sherman getting involved with the ins and outs. He's telling them what the creepy stuff is. He's telling what he's involved with. So everyone going to the project is already on board and they're bought into all the stories that Sherman is, even though they're, you know, PhD accredited scientists, they're regular workers. I don't know how much they believed in it going in, but if they believed in anything, they believed in what Sherman was saying. And one of his first stories he had was that a bunch of bulls went missing and Sherman went off to find them. And he invited people along with him on his little expedition and shit like that. This particular night, no one was there besides Sherman, who was the previous owner the bulls have gone missing he can't find them he tracks them down to a carrier a carrier camper that you'd use to move livestock and all the bulls are in there they look like they're in a trance they're not moving at all they're all standing in a circle staring at each other and as soon as he goes to get the attention of the other folks involved he starts banging on the trailer try to make some noise and go hey i found them they're over here the bulls snap out of the trance they go nuts they start hurting each other and they destroy the entire trailer trying to get out of it. Almost as if they didn't even know they were in the trailer to begin with. How'd they get in there? If they can't get out. It's like a cat getting its head stuck in a banister. And starts freaking out once it doesn't know it's stuck. The old bulls go nuts. The short time later, all the researchers come in the Canadian researcher for NIDS. Again, this is, you know, Bigelow's private army of researchers. He sees a large black object in the tree lines. Kind of reminds me of the fridge that we heard about earlier, but this one's black. And as he goes to chase it down, he says that no one was behind him. The other researchers didn't go with him. He chased after it himself. Didn't get video footage of it whatsoever. And he said when he approached the object, he heard a voice, much like you're talking about the voices that they would hear. It said, we are watching you. He freaked the fuck out. He exclaims, it's got me before people arrived on his location on the ranch. Nothing was there, it was just him panicking and freaking out. And that's just among many stories they had while NIDS was there, but in the entire time there, they couldn't find any hard scientific proof with all their money, with all their cameras, with all their PhD accredited scientists, researchers, even the guy who used to own the place who tells you all the stories about what he's seen, they couldn't nail anything down. And that's why in 2002, They decided to stop the research altogether of Skinwalker Ranch and Bigelow. I don't know what he counted it as in his mind, but on the paper books, it's a loss. They they couldn't prove anything. All it was was more weird stuff that happened. And that was until what Dylan just brought up was they look into Harry Reid's kind of influence in this. A person who's majorly involved in the story writes a book called The Hunt for Skinwalker Ranch. And that becomes a national idea. It, it popularizes it beyond just Utah. The Hunt for Screenwalker Ranch is a huge book. It gets everyone involved. And it gets the United States government involved, which is why Harry Reid decides to go, oh, okay, well, now it's a popular thing. My friend Bigelow's part of it. Let's do it. So he ropes Bigelow back in. Bigelow had left the ranch for NIDS. NIDS was disbanded. And that's when a tip comes in instead of NIDS. A tip is the government saying, okay, we like Nids. Do that again, Bigelow. You know what to do. We're going to send our guys in there. But in between the time that we were talking about earlier, they Nids is gone. Like his little private army is gone now. And now the government's like, we like what you're starting here. Now we're going to put money into it, including a 22 million dollar endowment for the Defense Intelligence Agency, which is, you know, obviously a branch of the federal government. You might have heard of it called the the DIA, kind of like the CIA. Yeah, that's that's who pays for this thing. Sorry to bridge that gap, but I had to do because like it, no, you gotta do it, it dude. I, I appreciate
1: I mean, it. No, I, I,
0: Bigelow yeah. was like, hey, I, I, I don't know, I can't find anything here. I'm pissed off. I wanted to find some shit, and then Harry Reid and the U.S. government are like, I don't know, this shit to find. Go ahead. Here's here's twenty two million dollars. Keep at it, and then they get back into it with a tip and uh, all that.
1: Yeah. So, so that's Robert Bigelow. Are we ready to move on to Brandon Fugel? Sure. Okay. So, yeah. So, as Jill mentioned that uh, Robert Bigelow didn't have any document mm. evidence, but I bet if he was sitting on my lap right now, mm. that there would be a little bit more to this story. Yeah. Because well, just I, I because clarify. he couldn't get- He had
0: documented evidence, but his documented evidence was hearsay, stories. Exactly. So, like- he couldn't exactly. prove so it he didn't have
1: any, you know, uh clear fl- images of UFOs, like what name, you would call yeah, hard evidence in a court case or in a scientific study, compared to soft evidence, which right. would be I saw him do this, you know, that type of right, thing. So, right. yep. Um, but testimony. I, when you talk to a guy like that, you know, like it's, you know, like. I would listen and you sit down you have a drink with these people or not, or have a tea or whatever it is. And you go, oh, it's, that's, it's a crazy story. And I probably believe you, you know, I typically yeah. go to that, that realm of things of being like, you were there for, you know, Rob Bigelow was there for, you know, 10 years. Right. I'm not going to say, well, you're just, you just were seeing, you know, the typical uh, project blue book swamp gas, you know, you were just seeing, you're just, you know, delusional, whatever it is. You go, all right, cool. well, yeah, you say, yeah, right. You saw something and that's just nuts. So in 2016, Robert Bigelow sold um, Skinwalker Ranch to Brandon Fugel of Admantium Real Estate LLC, a guy also from the same area. So
0: this is worth bringing um, up too. He named it, you know what? He actually named it Adamantium.
1: Uh
0: Is that an element that doesn't exist? What is it? It it know. is an element doesn't exist. Not only that, it is what Wolverine from X Men Skeleton is made out of. It's an imaginary metal Funny. that Wolverine from the comic book X Men is made out of. So he named his company Adamantium. He could have named it Unobtainium if it was like an Avatar yep. thing. he basically named it uh you know a a comic book thing.
1: <clears throat> this gets better. Um, that's really. Interesting. I'm not surprised, Joe. I appreciate (laughs) the insight. I had a feeling that's what it was. I heard that. I was like, he didn't have the Wolverine. That's wild. So you've got another millionaire who buys the property because he wants to do something a little different and then start a TV show. So Mm -hmm. um, he did it quite differently because um, we mentioned briefly that with the Robert Bigelow purchase that the US government came in, senators came in, they started A-Tip from this. And the government did their own experiments, their own research. And the one thing we didn't mention is that they, um, the documents that we have are not available on the Freedom of Information Act and they're super classified. So they did find out something, but we, as the general public, don't know. Right. Um, and that something has to do with wormholes, portals, skinwalkers, UFOs, paranormal. Super vague. So um they don't say that, though, that that's our or your assumption about it. Right. That's I mean. vague, though. I mean, like for that to be it's cla- like that's the basically. Yeah, the... It,
0: classified. it could be any of those things or all those things, but it's not yeah. explicitly stated that it is any of them. It could right. be. It's about, not stated at all. Um, yeah, but it's know, magnetic fields or something like that.
1: Right. And they're looking into that. They're also looking into like there's a lot of caves around the property that produce um toxic gases that can make people pass out, can cause Swap injury gas. to human. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, not even just swamp gas, but like, you know, can just high levels of anything so like, you know, nice the fish. air we breathe is oxygen and nitrogen and carbon dioxide and like other things any higher concentration of any of those things are gonna cause like death on a human so like you got to be mm-hmm. careful so like you can have like a super high nitrogen area and it's gonna cause yeah. nausea and it could cause you can have reasons, a high too. I mean
0: you have you a have, uh, hypoxia and you start to not understand what's going on at yeah all. so
1: they're looking into that type of stuff too but you know as far as like but now that they have
0: the happen. weight of the US government behind them they can actually delineate those different issues where as the Sherman's were just Having hearsay and maybe a camera or two, Bigelow brought in the paranormal research team, mm-hmm. ATIP, and uh, the other place that was called AAWSAP or OSWAP, which is part of the uh, aerial defense and phenomena thing. It's another branch of the government. They have the power and the expertise to rule out things like that. But yeah. now we can rule out it wasn't gas in the rocks. It wasn't this, it wasn't that, which I think is very helpful for because sure. you can look for ghosts all you want, but what you need is people to rule everything else out. And the more things you rule out, the more you can understand what the situation rather than looking for a UFO, let's rule out everything that's not a UFO. And then all you're left with was UFO. It helps you kind of dive down and getting paid to find something. So scientists aren't paid to discover something. They're paid to test things out and hopefully they find it. But if you pay a scientist to only disprove something rather than prove it, or the other way around, you're going to muddy up the data, you you want people to have free and clear experience to test everything out and find out the truth. But if you say, here's a million dollars, find me a ghost, I bet you find a ghost, because you paid a million dollars, and you don't want to pay a million dollars for nothing. You want to pay a million dollars and say, find me what's happening. That's how you get some truth out of it, rather than putting in what you want. It's very unscientific to pay someone to bounty hunt your example of what you want to happen. And I think that you're getting a lot better results out of the government being involved with it because they can afford to waste time to find out the truth rather than to find whatever Robert Bigelow was looking for. Step
1: one. Agreed. So um, on to Brandon Fugel, to Admantium Advanta- Real Estate LLC and he bought the property in 2016. And he did this in exactly the same reason for Robert. Robert Bigelow did is that he bought it for, you know, whatever. I don't have the price on here. Um, but he wanted to get to the bottom of this. He realized that Robert Bigelow didn't get all the information. Neither of these two is are accessible. He's going to figure this out himself. He can buy this. He can do this. So um, the first thing he did was block all the roads to the ranch. Hired security. Um, it was guarded by cameras and barbed wire and signs were posted everywhere, like Era 51, um, that prevented people from approaching the ranch. So what I think is really funny is that, like, so Admontanium Real Estate LLC is a Delaware limited liability company. <laughs> oh, like any good company. It's based out of Delaware because of the lax tax code. Thank you, Joe. I didn't know you knew this. And- yeah. Um Companies that move to Delaware, there's so many covered entities is the specific business terminology for companies that are based in Utah. So they file taxes in Utah and Delaware. But Delaware is there's more companies held there than really anything for LLCs because it because to be it because it protects them from the legal it's the reason why Delaware ramifications. It is. The legal ramifications If you look up of the of investors of US
0: companies that are in Delaware, it's all of them. And you've never been to
1: Delaware, but you've been to Walmart and all the other shit. Walmart's yes. Arkansas, but you get the exactly point. because it doesn't the, the the thing is with Delaware is that it doesn't protect the consumer or the other thing. They go, We do this because we want to protect ourselves from consumers. So we file <laughs> yeah. in Delaware because if you all of a sudden decide, hey, I want to invest a million dollars in a seed round. In Admontanium Real Estate LLC, um, that's all good. But you find they're in Delaware. It means that if the company shits the dick, your off the great. ass. Yeah, you cannot sue them. You cannot do anything. You have no rights as the person. So, like, if you're a company trying to help people, or you really, really mean the best in this world, you could do Delaware because there's less risk. But it also looks a little, makes you look a little sketchy because you know that um people are going to know this like if yeah. you were this way they're not they really advertising
0: they're in delaware when they're when they're taking investors in they're not saying oh by the way we're shielding ourselves from you across country and if they were open and honest they would say that which they're not
1: quite it aware. is yeah hey just for the fact we're incorporating delaware because we know that if shit hits the fan because it's a huge risk um you guys are fucked so yeah. We're, 50, we're on an island off were of Turks dollars
0: Caicos. We're based out of there, but don't worry about that. Oh, yeah, that sounds real legit. Cool. I'm yeah. very, very confident in my investment then.
1: Exactly. So they're a Delaware company, which love that. Um, and they under the classification, they provide recreation facilities, entertainment services, namely creation, development, production, and distribution of multimedia content, hmm. internet content motion pictures and television shows so um and they had to file an additional trademark for expanded use on cups and mugs shirts short sleeve shirts sport caps and hats (laughs) because you gotta do it all you can't just have you gotta make the Delaware you gotta make sure that you've got shirts and hats and this was all approved this year so now they can sell hats and gloves and that's phones, how you know that they're else.
0: on the they're up and up, you know. All those great, you know how NASA, um, when they were developing the space program, they were selling hats because they were trying to make as much money as they could before it all fell apart. Yeah, <laughs> no, of course not. They yeah. were investing in what they were trying to do, not selling merch and say, I want to believe. I mean, I have no shade against people in Roswell, New Mexico making a buck or two, but obviously they're not investing in UFOs, they're owning a diner, so I don't blame them, but when you're a company that's looking into unexplained things to sell merch on the side, it's bad luck. You could at least make another company based out of Arkansas to kind of shield that.
1: Yeah, whatever. well, we're not lawyers. And the thing is, they know no, that not. like, they're like, just like the Curse of Oak Island. These are all history channel shows. They're probably all incorporated in Delaware. And they want to get the truth out there. But the only way for them to receive funding is possibly through doing it through media. But so, you or know, I wouldn't, do they I wouldn't know that they're, making a ghost hunter story
0: and this is how they do i know it. i know
1: yeah so you uh, we'll get into it we'll get i into like it. to think the best and they're like hey this they really want to get to the bottom of this you got a real team like whatever like i trust the oak island guys because again we're I don't talking trust the, any of them we're talking the same thing here you've got an oil magnate and that again off topic for a second but like that the oh. one of the vagina legina brothers um <laughs> the vargina brothers no no dude i, I know vergina. no uh, brothers are are literally vagina, but replace yeah. the V with an L. Legina Brothers, but they call themselves Lagina Brothers because they're Italian. But it's Legina, and I'm a big fan of them. I think they're great. And you know, uh, Dan um, Dan Blankenship, <laughs> the, the Romano. Uh, I know, yeah, exactly. The funniest thing ever is that, like Blankenship, funny name. You think it's just exclusive to MM? Uh, sorry, MXC. It's yeah. not it's also in the curse of oak island in nova scotia um yeah Yeah, vick romano and and vicky blankenship Blankenship. daddy blankenship yeah so dan blankenship died a couple years ago he's an old guy rs and you're the man um yep but it's the same fucking channel this is on the history channel just like the curse of Skywalker ranch Mm. and or sorry uh,
0: the secret of Skinwalker. secret of
1: right. Skinwalker Ranch, not the curse. The curse of Oak Island, secret of Skin secret of Skinwalker I
0: can see why I screwed up, though, because it's
1: supposed to be cursed, the land. So. They didn't want to do it twice. So, anyways, um, they're both getting to the bottom of things. Oak Island... As in another episode, but there's a lot there. In Skinwalker Ranch, there's a lot there, too. So they said, hey, you know what?
0: They brought in the, Nav- the Uinta guy, not Navajo, to go and bless the land so they couldn't dig on it. I saw the whole clip. It's fucking
1: insane. They did, and then they
0: dug on it. It's and a bunch of fucking the whole thing. uptight white dudes with crew cuts with a million dollars being like, is it okay? Well, we respect the land. And
1: then the guy like well, throws to be some honest, seeds Joe, out, this I mean, fucking
0: sellout guy, dude. Joe, if
1: you knew what you knew, and I know you're a lot less superstitious than most, the, most of your the listeners show. of your podcast, I watched it. Um, would you feel comfortable operating an excavator and digging 30 feet down in that property? Would you just go, hey, I want to do this just to prove it? To uh, no. risk physical harm because what happened to the guy who did that, he got some sort of crazy subdermal cyst in between his skull and his skin from literally nothing.
0: That it was, happened.
1: They that in the show the yeah.
0: show. Yeah. So like That's a subdermal cyst,
1: your derma is your level of skin. So mm-hmm. if you take under um, the
0: skin cyst is what that means. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it was um, in, in between his bone and the skin. And it was like the size of a fucking, you know, uh, uh, ping pong ball. Yeah, that's not Out of nowhere, and they're like, this is typically what happens with skinwalkers: is that they, mm. at the very least, cause physical harm in some way to make you get the fuck out of there.
0: Yeah, I mean, there could be bad, uh, bad spirits and bad juju, or there could be the fact that they're under a designated oil shale reserve under that it, it's without the, and then hundreds of miles under that property the tail end is going to skinwalker ranch and hmm. they might not want you digging under there because you might find some oil which could re- re- belong to somebody else later and maybe you get a scooby-doo level villain there being like oh i guess you got a cyst in your neck yeah oh, what are you gonna do oh, yeah it's because of, of the curse but let's hire this native american guy to come in here and sprinkle some raisins on it, and then we're all good to dig in here which is they're looking for skinwalker ranch there's actually a bunch of resources under there they don't want you not digging because they're spirits you're not digging because you might make a billion more dollars they don't want you to make and someone else to get there first
1: yeah no this is true i know families who from texas who have sold property for a billion like just so many millions of dollars they've there, never
0: right? dug there for oil shale but on the topographical map it goes like
1: well it's beyond there, that yeah. but but it's mm-hmm.
0: right there it's like you can see a reason why they want, we want people to dig there because you're not going to dig up a skeleton of a chieftain you're going to dig up a bunch of oil and it's going to be worth a lot more than it will be for the uh dead cows
1: well, all right so they have shown videos of of unidentified flying objects Yes, unidentified flying object. unidentified flying objects. Sorry, I've guys. probably said that ten times in the podcast. So I've I'm not had shit. three or more chocolate milks <laughs> on this episode, and sometimes they get to your head. Um, I've said that many times. So I, no you know, like uh, they don't. Exp- they can't explain them. They send up drones to go see them. They get taken down. There's certifiably some weird shit going on there, and.
0: That show's Specifically, sensationalist is all hell. It's a reality TV show.
1: It is. It's it like, is. It's,
0: it's a It's a reality TV show, really. Is. I mean, every moment is dramatic music and the guy being like, we didn't know what to do. We walked in there now. What's going to happen? And it's, it's a shot of a, a piece of dirt and it's dramatic music 10 times and the guy going, oh my God, oh my God. And he goes to commercial, he comes back. It's the guy jerking off in his truck. Like they always,
1: the editing is insane. Every time. Every time. Every time he's driving the truck. But like, I, uh, I, there's a little more to it. Um, we'll have to see. I mean, he, he did Brandon. Fugle I think we saw plenty.
0: A- I think we saw plenty in that show. It's a bunch of charlatans making their cash, being famous. It's good to be famous. Right, right? Robert Bigelow wants to be involved in the Skywalker Ranch. No one even knew who he was until he bought a ranch full of spirits, and now he's famous. And he's a complete maniac. He's insane. He has nothing good to say about science at all. He's a great real estate mogul, billionaire genius, financial genius. It always reminds me of how dumb people can be in one aspect and not the other. He will talk circles around me financially. I'll never be worth as much money as him. And he can probably talk shit about me about how lazy I am. But one thing I do know is that there's no fucking ghosts there, dude. Spend all the money you want. Spend all the money you want. Get Harry Reid involved. Harry Reid must be a genius, right? Because he's a Nevada senator. Who would be a great senator of Nevada? A guy people in Nevada would vote for. <laughs> That's all. I don't know what. Harry that. looks like the rest of them. My he, thing is like he's a genius when some things. I'm sure he's a very smart man, but then he also believes that angels are bringing his babies to him, like a stork. I mean, it, it, you don't have to be smart in every way. You can be smart in some ways. It does blow my mind the amount of people who are much more intelligent than me, but do believe that these circles, crop circles, need to be investigated for billions of dollars
1: all right i'm insane. not gonna crop circles yet because crop circles i'm a firm no questions about believer <laughs> in but These skinwalker, ranch, believe skinwalker in ghosts, ranch and they're million ghost ghosts but skinwalker ranch is slightly different because i want I, they should it's talking about reality tv let's make yeah. a reality tv show about sending people there for a month let them stay there and then let's see what's sure. going on well, no
0: one wants I mean, to make the show because it, if nothing happens, it's worth no money. So you have to edit it, add the sound effects, add the lights. Like Elon it's the whole Musk reason why I think the money. show is bad. Is because when you pay money to make the show, The Secret Skinwalker Ranch, something better fucking happen or we wasted our money. So nope, they make not, shit happen to out. make it like, worth money. They don't, they don't just film. Let's film for five years and then if something happens, we'll make a documentary about it. Not let's make a show in 10 months and shit better happen or that's it. That the show is. They need shit to happen or it's worth nothing. Just like Robert Bigelow's NIPs program, or DIPs,
1: whatever it was called. It was called NIPs 69. NIDS. It was called NIDS. Oh, he NIDS, needed, yeah. He
0: needed things to happen there. And you're hired by him to research unexplained events at Skinwalker Ranch. You better have something to say about it or you're off the payroll. Goodbye. That's not research. That's a show you're making. That's
1: investment. Our generation is not falling for this bullshit. So my thing is, is that like... You know, that's that, that, that dude's a fucking boomer as fuck. And I'm just going to say it right now. So I agree. all's good, whatever it is. But like if I had Elon Musk money, I'd be like, all right, well, we don't let's start it. Let's do let's do a six month pilot of Skinwalker Ranch season fucking three. I'm running the damn show and I'm going to select randos that are not mentally insane, which is pretty hard to find. But yeah, <laughs> they have to agree to it too. Yeah, anyone, group. Yeah, I can't find one friend of mine that doesn't that actually fits this qualification or I family member. Definitely no family members and definitely no friends. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure stranger. I'm going to figure this one out. But <laughs> not even anyone ever. Uh, definitely not me. Um, and um, I'm going to okay. So if we do find someone who meets the uh, the Qualifications? Well, I was. I, yes, but I want to add a word in between that. The um, uh, exemplary qualifications, the qualifications of like real same people. Maybe like our eighth grade middle school teacher. I, I might send her there. Um, she's pretty. She's pretty cool. Um, I'd probably send fan. your mom. Probably send your mom. She's pretty. <laughs> your mom's pretty down to earth and cool. Do Saint um, Michael's teachers? Yeah, St. Michael's teachers. Um, I'd send. I wouldn't send anyone I know either. I'd send you, dude, honestly. I mean, not to be. Not I'll to send be... me. I'll definitely ruin it. Yeah, I'd definitely send you. Um... But I'll make sure that people aren't talking.
0: I mean, actually, no, it does cut around me, anyways. But yeah, no, I'll, I will be the skeptic in that situation.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I think you need one. Send, uh, I'd send um... <sighs> Lex Friedman
0: yeah he'll be there he will be like
1: yeah i'd send him and i'd send be like George, in the dude.
0: soviet union people didn't have money to spend on ranches but now we do
1: yeah and um and i'd send uh i'd send joe rogan too and i'd send um
0: rogan was there i think he, he didn't oh no, he, he was
1: at, no he definitely was he there. was there um, right? yeah, he did I an episode him. on it um, he did a show
0: that was like hunting uh uh um, he
1: stuff. did no you're completely right about but that. he even
0: said about that show he was like they didn't let me say all the shit i wanted to say because it was mm-hmm. kind of fucking up the show which i do respect about him and he's like he wanted to make a show about it. he wanted to believe but yeah all the stuff he said about being like and eh, maybe that's kind of bullshit they cut it out which is exactly what I'm talking about with the show even if you that's are why i want him there because you're wanting to make money and sell advertising on a tv show the show can't be the hunt for bigfoot and we found nothing and it's not real like, that's not a good show. You have to have... There's a ghost hunters. They never find anything, but you have to make it look like it is. And the secret of Skinwalker Ranch has to be 45 minutes of finding nothing. and has to be exciting, which means... No, but, you but it's to, tough. Uh, it's a bullshit. Like,
1: if it wasn't a TV I, show,
0: if it was a documentary about the research... Then you can make your own story, and the story could be about how people were involved, how they got involved, how they didn't find anything, what they thought they were going to find. It could be a full story, but a TV show called The Hunt for the Skinwalkers, Dun, 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 Monster Quest. Rawr. It has to be like an intense hmm. UFO hunting show. It can't be unbiased. It's the, the reason you made the show is to make money off of finding the fucking skinwalkers. If you don't find them, you better make some shit up. Or else.
1: Yeah, Dawn but like and I Bounty feel like you're doing the service like Fox Mulder in the X Files. You know, like he wants to be yeah, the
0: TV, the fictional TV show about sci-fi. Yes, but yeah. he
1: want that dude. Honestly, man, dude, season one's a fucking documentary. Every goddamn episode is about something <laughs> that we talk about. Hey, but I, and I didn't know believe this. Last in last time the podcast I watched... notes multiple times. I so watched X Files since I was in 1995 Now I'm watching it again. I'm like, holy shit, this is everything. I thought it was like something else. It's like everything we think of like the mothman area 51 roswell this like it's compelling it's everything compelling it's it. insane the it's like all about. the same shit like all these other shows like ancient aliens think they're original it's like you're just literally this is just another episode of the x-files anyways right. moving on from that but um but no if we were to have season fucking 2023 of skinwalker ranch just no bullshit like look i'm fox molder you're you're um scully scully for real i mean honestly um you've had the same fucking hair color and shit and i've you know like like i'm i want to believe you want to disprove with science and facts and md Mm -hmm. stuff you know the good thing
0: about x files is that it's all real and scully is wrong but the real thing about real life is that none of that shit has ever happened well exactly so like
1: i want well okay well it's not all those shows are
0: great because the skeptics are idiots and the idiots are geniuses it's perfect It's like the fucking King Kong Godzilla movie where the hollow earth is real. And I was like, oh, it's going to be a funny thing with hollow earth not real. It's like, no, it's real because the insane person is right. It's a conspiracy theory movie. It's like X-Files. It's like, imagine if all your crazy ideas that are all wrong were all real because you're the one smart one and everyone else is stupid, but you're smart.
1: So in a real world, is that to me halfway is that I'm half fucking dumb. You're half fucking dumb because I'm the extreme... You're the pretty centered normal person who thinks logically more. I don't know. I feel um, like I'm extreme the other way too. So it's always fighting against it. Well, exactly. So we're so we're gonna probably meet in the middle of the grounds and there's gonna be some sort of truth that comes to this. because the a podcast. I'm looking to prove it, you're looking to disprove it always. Right. And yes. all of a sudden something actual comes of this. Like for example, Skinwalker is by definition a legend. Yes. You know what legends are, it's Joe? Mythology. Mythology and legends. Are, were designed for one reason, is because before people could translate generation information, what's the word for that? Trans pass down pass down information. Yeah. It was a lot intergenerational. More fun. Uh, to give intergenerational knowledge, it was a lot more reliable and effective to play the game of telephone with a story that's memorable. So, absolutely, the that oral story, tradition is older the than writing. Oral tradition is always going to be a little bit more blown up and a little bit more exciting than the real story because if it was the real story, no one we'll remember it. That's so, true. with every single legend and oral trans- tradition that people think is fucking insane, like Locked as Monster or like whatever it is, there's probably a small hair of truth to it because it was a warning. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, hey, you know, like. Even the Muffin Man song. You know, this is more recent in time, but everyone knows the Muffin Man on Blueberry Lane or whatever it is. The Muffin Man was a fucking pedophile and it's a true story. What, what, wait, kids... wait,
0: wait, wait. wait a minute. First of all, it's Drury Lane, but also what is the story? What is the um like the message of the Muffin Man? It's it's uh, you...
1: a good question, Joe. That's... Thanks for asking. I thought it. the <laughs> song was
0: just do you know the muffin man? It wasn't stay away from the muffin man, don't
1: open your doors, don't get it. He in this can can, can you can you can you don't share get the in muff- this muffin? Can you tell man. us the muff man story, please? Just no, I, I'm asking you. No, because I, I, know... know... I don't know the exact words. Like, do you? I don't know even think you know the story. The Muffman man, the muffin man. Do you know, know the, muffin the muffin man? man? Who living... lives on
0: dreary lane? I was yes, wearing, I know but... the muffin man. The muffin man. That's all it is. It's, it's not. It's not. And then don't go in his van because he will touch you where it's naughty. It doesn't go. It isn't part of the story at
1: all. All right, you know a van. It's man. not the so, Candy Man. You think of the Candy Man. Nope, Muffin Man, dude. Straight up Muffin Man, hundred percent. I don't, I don't know this one. Trust me, know. Muffin Man in his van is not part of the story because you know a van back then. Um, this is <laughs> this is Black Plague days. Muffin no, Man. that's right around the rosy, fucking full of posy. Thank ashes, you. Ashes. I know, they but the same down. time. Same time. It's that Muffin old. It's from the plague times. The Muffin Man is the first ever documented serial killer before jack the ripper it was the muffin man so the I muffin man this. was a child's tale to scare because he killed kids and they like wanted that. to share this uh get the kids in this like if you see if, if someone's offering you muffins run for the fucking hills because this guy's trying to kill you <laughs> i don't think it's part of the song though. dude it is man like the muffin man the muffin wow. man is straight up a serial killer kid That's terrifying kid serial killer oh, so God. they taught all the, the worst kids kind This fun song to remember that, like this guy, like instead of saying, Hey, um, hey, Brian, um, if someone offers you muffins, say no, you know, they're like, Oh, hey, here's a song. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So, legends and myths were made into like these really fun fucking stories because people could pass them down and they'd be more accurate because they're a little more blown up. They're so they're not the exact same thing. Yeah, heroes are remembered, but legends never die. Bingo. So you so but the, there's there's always a hair of truth in all legends mm-hmm. because they were designed not just to be stupid fucking stories, but as a warning, just like the Muffin Man that so, I
0: absolutely agree with.
1: Yeah. So anytime that there's like you the Muffin Man man, I'm still not sure. <laughs> dude, dude, you got to look at the Muffin Man, maybe like Rumpelstiltskin,
0: uh, you know, Mermaids, Selkies, uh, Hansel and Gretel. Those are all tales where I'm like, I clearly see where it's like a cautionary tale but the Muffin Man, I I just don't know the lyrics enough to know that you should be afraid yeah, the of it. First documented serial killer
1: before. was giving out muffins to kids wow. and killing them. That's nuts. This is it. So you gotta watch out for the Muffin Man. So, wow. wow, he lives in Dreary Lane. I know that much. I that's thought it was scary. Blueberry Lane, but I know it makes more sense
0: because it's Blueberry Muffin. But that's not the lyrics. Blueberry the dreary, dreary, kind of sounds dreary, dreary of like a, like yeah. a dreary day. I guess that actually adds more to your uh, sounds very London to me. Yeah, yeah, very much yep. so. It reminds me of like Sweeney Town with the meat pies and stuff like that, more like Jack the Ripper style
1: mm-hmm. stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, but well, do you want to take our 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 next commercial
1: break and then? Yeah, commercial the break time. time. We'll see you guys when we get back. All right.
0: Do you know the muffin man? The muffin man. The muffin man. Do you know the muffin man? Hey, yes, I know <laughs> the muffin.
1: Nailed it, dude. But
0: just a month ago, right after we excavated a mysterious pit near Homestead Two. That night, while we were eating dinner, both Caleb Bench and I saw a glowing object near my trailer. It was right there, something yellow and goldish color and is rectangular. You know, uh, uh, we ought to keep moving and look for other spots that you want to show us. Maybe head down closer to Homestead too? I agree. As a scientist, I'm still struggling with Stephen's story. But he's so sincere about what he claims happened. And given what I've seen myself, I wonder more and more if there really could be things going on here at Skinwalker Ranch that conventional science just isn't going to explain.
1: Hey guys uh it's dylan joe from the um it's a basement podcast yeah you probably heard it before uh it's the dylan joe basement podcast DJBasement.com for more information to learn more about this podcast that you listen to if it's your first time listening to it we thank you for coming today
0: welcome you skinwalkers you
1: welcome you skinwalkers we enjoyed a nice rain last night finally Moisturize this earth of the long drought of the summer before (laughs) the winter snow. And with that snow comes the state of Utah where our friend and infamous Utah Ranch Aerospace billionaire successor, Brandon Fugel, he bought this property from Robert Piccolo in 2016, who was the aerospace guy. That's why I said successor. Mm -hmm. Um, Brandon Fugel bought this property for one intent to work with the History Channel and get to the bottom of this on live TV, just like in the same fashion as the Curse of Oak Island.
0: Yep, or Monster Quest or Hunting Bigfoot or Ghost Hunters or Ancient Aliens or
1: you name it. That's right. Fugel is a science fiction geek. He has a large movie memorabilia collection. Shocker. Shocker. Complete with the shot up jacket Arnold Schwarzenegger wore in the Terminator.
0: That's really cool, but that's some millionaire shit right there.
1: Yeah, exactly. But it's um it's not it's like as buying cool. Boba
0: Fett's helmet from Return of the Jedi. Like that is cool, but you spent like two million dollars on a piece of uh, metal.
1: Yeah, and it's some real nerd shit. Like if you're really so if I was gonna do it. I'd be like the richest people in the world. Everyone thinks is like Bill Gates or Elon Musk or, you know, whatever. Um, it's actually Saudi Arabian princes who don't disclose their tax information. So no one knows yeah, how much there. they, but they really think that there's a trillionaire in Saudi Arabia. Mm. And it's their like royalty because they don't disclose these type of things. And those type of people don't buy used clothing from movie sets and hang them they buy things like the Ark of the Covenant and keep them in their bathroom. <laughs> They're so, the actual... Thing. Like the real one. Like all of a sudden you're taking a pee and behind the toilet is the yeah. Ark of the Covenant and they go, is that the real one? They go, yes, but no one can prove it. <laughs> or you they know. buy
0: the uh, black market uh, art from the Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum. Yes.
1: Well, that's where it is. We know this. Like yeah. just for them, it's more fun to know that they have the original concert from Vermeer stolen from the Elizabeth Pacific Museum. Yeah, that they it's paid. It's unassuming
0: in their bathroom. It's not like in a in their glass bathroom, case. and
1: no one can just prove around. it because it looks yeah. just like a replica because mm-hmm. replicas are that good. And they go, this is the actual one, mm-hmm. but you can bring the FBI from the United States or whatever it is to prove it. And they can't. It just looks like a replica because it is a replica. But it's mm-hmm. a real one. Or the, the original uh, 10 Testaments. Ten? 10 commandments. Um, the original 10 commandments above the their fireplace. And they go, yeah, This is there? it. These are them. Oh, shit, I can't show it because it's the things of a person. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like Joe has one of the original ones right there. If you can see, if you're listening, uh, it's, it's being
0: censored by YouTube. And on our feed, you can see it clearly. But on your feed, it
1: might look like nothing because it's censored. Yeah, Joe looks like nothing. Um, but Joe has one of the original paintings. Um, but no one will know you know we can say it's original but it could be a replica but no one really knows but that's real money is buying the 10 commandments and putting it above your fireplace um mm-hmm. and robert bigelow sorry i mean um um eagle fugal f- fucking brandon fugal bought some used star wars clothing from the original terminator well no he has star wars too oh, um, of course he does yeah i know he has he has kind of all that stuff so it's like that's cool man that's great um good use of your money yeah yeah exactly it's not like having Franz ferdinand's clothing that he was assassinated in before war one that's so didn't bit... that go on sale this week i heard something about Franz ferdinand it was the gun it was the gun they used yeah it's what i'm saying buy on that on if you want to impress people <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you want to really impress people buy the gun that killed Franz this Ferdinand that started, started the great that started world. everything fucked up in this whole world since yeah. <laughs> like everything bad has happened started because of that gun buy I mean, that put it in your toilet put it above it's your as bathroom.
0: close as you can get to like a mythical item like a gem of magic like that yeah. gun it's like this this little piece of metal has the power to shape the world for the next 200 years like well, yeah it's and a it does like
1: no it did. it did watch what happens yeah and it did and put it above your um uh your bed <laughs> I put it in my glove box because I get pulled over. Exactly. Boss. Like, oh, we found this gun. It's like, don't touch that gun. <laughs> but this is my gun now. Yeah. And that's Saudi Arabia money for you. Mm-hmm. Um, or, Fugle well, money. Sorry. United Arab Emirates money. T- tell us more about um, Fugle or whatever you're going to say. Uh, Fugle uh, really likes helicopters and likes to assess property and he purchased Skinwalker Ranch following months of legal negotiations. Um, he believes negotiations. that he was the ideal successor with a background in commercial real estate development and a passion for science. And he also lives and works in Utah. And a bigger passion for science fiction. Exactly. Hence all of his shit in his house. Um and uh he really thought this was a good escape for him from his daily work. And if you've seen the show, he works and he's a very typical like white collar, rich guy, Donald white Trump, uh, apprentice level like shit, you know, um, he's a go getter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, so he, uh, yeah, he bought this because he wants to make history, um, he thinks that there's, yeah, we know something who here. he is
0: now. We wouldn't have known before. What? We know who he is now. We would not have known about Brandon Fugel before this. There's no reason for us to know who he is. Unless yeah, we're can... in the Southwestern meal, uh, meal estate, real estate market wouldn't have happened. So I, I can see the appeal of these rich guys being like, Hey, Hey, I'm huge here, but unless I'm like part of the public image. I won't be famous. So I'll start a whole show about this.
1: Yeah, exactly. The meals to the channel will
0: buy it, those assholes. They don't have to buy it. I'll make the whole show for them. They can buy it on a dime and then I can
1: be a public figure. Exactly. I'd love to make fun of him. Um, Me too. But I do believe in his mission. I mean, he, <laughs> um, he, he specifically he just does not think that this is a place for ghost hunters to get their jollies. Um, well, he's getting his jollies. He's TV. in a science, serious scientific endeavor that requires patience and humility. He's committed a significant with commercial breaks for OxyClean. (laughs) Exactly. But um, he really wants to figure this out. Um, I believe that much. And he believes something's there. I mean, the guy did buy it at the end of the day. So, I mean, you got to give him that. You have to give him that. He did buy it. Yeah. So that's really who he is. He's a real estate mogul, has his own shit. Um, He's committed to the history of the property in the area, and he has nothing but the utmost respect for the land and the tribes that surround it. I doubt that
0: last part, but I definitely hear where he's coming from. And well, I hope he if finds you watch
1: the show, he definitely doesn't fuck with it the same way I would, like when I go to all my... They hired one one dude who is willing to be on history channel
0: and sell out his tribe to throw raisins on the ground i don't know if he respects the tribe it to me it reeks of like a theater he brings in one guy who's willing to be on tv and say i'm gonna do a prayer and shake the stuff and then you're all good to go and they're like he's like i hope you won't be digging on this ground you know thinking about that and the guy's like yeah no yeah yeah and then they do it right away. It's it's the equivalent of like being like, We'll trade you Manhattan for four pairs of shoes and a gold ducat And they're like, Okay, and it's like we respect them. Like, no, you don't, you're taking full advantage of the land and the people. And I'm not talking about taking advantage of the guy in the show. The guy in the show mm-hmm. sold out, he sold out his tribe mm-hmm. to be part of this shit and use his traditions to. Vindicate and legitimize this fucking dog and pony reality TV show. I don't think well, the interesting thing all. is
1: that, like, especially in the X Files, the
0: land respect the people. I couldn't disagree more. I think he's fucking putting on a show.
1: Well, especially in the X Files episode is that, like, the most important thing about the people who were in the X Files episode, the Native Americans, is they did not want to talk to the FBI. They didn't want to talk to the police. They didn't want to do anything. They wanted nothing to do with any of this stuff because they they didn't the whole question is like why is fox Mulder there why is dana scully there Mm -hmm. they're like oh we're trying to figure out this they're like how are you helping us right we know way more about this than you do and we're not going to tell you anything about it they didn't say that but like that's the thing is like in a pr- position where like someone that gets murdered or whatever it is, and they're trying to come, you can usually have the FBI be like, Hey, well, we're trying to figure out what happened to your husband because he was abducted by UFOs Right. in a random town, in New Hampshire. This is a place where these people have a complete understanding of what's going on and yeah. they don't need or want the FBI.
0: Of course. But then one of them did become part of a TV show about it well know, right so but that's movement.
1: but but maybe that's uh, so is that a respect of, like... for
0: if you can find one person to take ten thousand dollars to show up on history Channel for five minutes It's respecting the culture and the land it just sounds like you found some guy who's willing to sell out for 10 minutes to just, you know make some money and i'm not knocking him if he wants to make some money i get it but it's like i don't think that that makes legitimacy to brandon Fugerstein over there you know come on man hmm. i i just i don't buy into his respectability as much as you do i think you brought up a great point about um not wanting to talk to people like that and obviously big part of the skinwalker legend is that you should not mention it because you're bringing that curse upon your life like just don't even talk about it kind of thing
1: yeah and i wouldn't i mean anyone who's ever come across those type of things that can be malicious you just usually avoid it Mm -hmm. um and it's it's a yeah it's a curiosity of selfishness sort of just because there's there's a lot at risk here i mean there's already been people on the property who've been hurt um he believes mostly cows but yes people have been hurt. no and some people um and the guy who got abducted you know well a shockingly high number of people are in the area have considered uh, you know who he's considered people he trusts and are normal have had ufo sightings on the property right don't broadcast that and they've had some very credible and highly respected people that tell their stories, and they've been had anomalies with, the, like I said, the skin guy and people who you know have other feelings of of sickness and unwellness, if that's a word. Mm, and there's yeah, something, there's something to that, you know. But what what comes of my thing with with Skinwalker Ranch is that. What happens if we, what's the benefit of fully exposing this? You're like, what do we get out of that? What do you mean by exposing? So, if we get to the bottom of the UFO thing and eventually they touch base with us and make contact, that type of thing, we can. Mm-hmm. There's, there's this more assuming of this. that
0: part of this is extraterrestrial and not
1: spiritual. I'm actually kind of going a little off topic, but like, no, i um, listen. I'm just saying, is with when you're going into like the paranormal, mm-hmm. Skinwalker Ranch is fascinating. But if we discover the mystery behind that, there's not a lot to gain as far as human development and uh, understanding of consciousness and these type of things. It just kind of confuses everything, and it's actually malicious. Oh, but if we discover
0: the mystery behind it, it would be like that? I feel like that's that's what it is now. But if we discover the mystery, then it would be the opposite of that. I think what you described is what it is now, where there's nothing to be gained there. It's just confusing and muddled. But if you could really discover the truth behind it, wouldn't that be a fascinating insight? Into the nature of what's going on there. Like, well, that's the a really good question. In the world,
1: I just think that, yes, I it would be, but I feel like compared to the rest of the paranormal, I feel like this is one that might just be left untouched because if we solve the other ones first, okay, um, they're a little less malicious. This one is a Native American. My idea of this is it's a Native American spirit that is cast upon people who do harm against tribes, so they basically project this it's that entity Navajo curse coming into the first yeah exactly so like just just leave it alone you know like i want it's going to be better for the world to know what's up with aliens ufo's whatever it's going to help mm-hmm. us get closer to god and to all these other things if we figure out what's all going on here but this one is is uh, you're you're running in circles i don't think anyone's ever going to know and especially mm-hmm. oh we couldn't get him on film so it doesn't exist it's like if it's a intelligent being, it's probably going to know when a electromagnetic frequency is going off on a camera and we should probably avoid that. So you're never going to get evidence of something that's especially malicious like this. That's turning in from a human to a wolf, you know? Well, that
0: would have to be the, the incentive of why it changed that way. Because especially in the modern day, I mean, the guy, when he bought the place put barbed wire up and put cameras everywhere because he does want to catch this footage. And there's Mm -hmm. always going to be that backdoor excuse, which is like, hey, you know, they know about this. They know not to get caught. But even the most genius criminals still get caught on camera sometimes. I can see if it's an extraterrestrial being that's intelligent enough, like that movie Nope or whatever, to to understand like, okay, Mm -hmm. this is your electromagnetic field. I can sense this or whatever. But if it's literally a curse on land and there's a skinwalker, that is whether they got their powers through spiritual bestowment. Or if they actually killed the family member to gain these witchy powers that they have, why the fuck would they be worried about a camera? Get the hell out of here. The skinwalkers are real and they're taking over. Or if these glowing lights have some will to be not captured on footage. It all seems just too convenient for me that the more cameras you add, the less things get involved. For somehow they want to be recorded with your eyes and your brain, but never a camera. Never this piece of technology. You can't be seen that way. No way to prove it again. No way to recreate it. They only want you to be seen by your eyes in the moment and scare you. And then any actual evidence cannot be null and void. That's it. It just—it always seems way too convenient for me. But if it is true, that's the same as it not being true. You—you you can't tell the difference. It's—it's it's strange that way.
1: So I disagree for a couple of reasons, and one strongly mm-hmm. from using the Ouija board a lot as a kid. That thing does not move. It will not move if you have lights on. If like in the house, if you definitely have your phones on camera, any sort of interference like that at all, besides candles and the the original.
0: Um, so the more you can verify how much is moving, the less it moves, and the less you can no, see. No, no, not
1: verifying, but like, dude, literally, like you just in the house at all. You have things on, like like literally, just turn the circuit breakers off. It'll work better. Um, it has nothing to do with recording the actual movements itself. You have a camera facing a different direction, and it just still just, you just don't feel that energy. So the Native American tribes, I don't know the exact word for it, but they 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 would call the, anyone who'd come into um, their tribes like present day as like hollow-eyed. like, oh, you're dull-eyed people talking to us, people who can, you know, like, They would see Westerners who listen to top 20 and wear the trendy clothes and do whatever it is as people who are just incredibly out of touch with not reality. There's nothing to do with reality at all because reality is subjective. The spirit world. Out of touch with the spirit world, that good energy, that flow, that like spiritual realm that we all can tap into that we tend to go in and out of, you know, like. Some people call it God, Some people call it religion. Some people call it the earth, the nature, the this, that, whatever. Love. There's so many names for people the call same thing. Confirmation bias. Well, the same thing, but like, but but Native Americans see they would especially see you walking in from, say, you're walking from Chicago to, you know, an uh, actual tribe that is like legit. And they're going to look at you as like you're completely disconnected. And that'd be the best word. And I know that's the perfect word for it is that disconnected from nature and actual reality Mm. of the physical realm, not of the you understand computers or you understand technology or whatever it is. Reality
0: beyond what we can measure or understand.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So.
0: Because reality um, is measurable and understandable by us, but you're talking about a reality that's beyond what can be measured or understood, which is the I don't know same if you can as, measure
1: reality, honestly. I mean, you know as well as I do, but like- It's a hard measurement, but- um, I mean,
0: Most of what we understand about the world is measuring reality. Everything from us breathing to, you know, we always have okay. driving yeah, you cars, yeah. you know, planning things, clock. Like this is all measured and we'll understand as reality. And anything yeah. outside that is immeasurable and not understandable. So you could put it under that category, but that's the same as I could put anything under that category. Hmm. I, I, if I put a hundred years between people talking about it or whatever, I truly feel like I saw a magical pink goat under my bed last night. You can't tell me that's wrong. It's not from this reality. There, there'd be no reason for a magical pink goat to be under my bed. Cause that's not part of our reality. It's from another reality. It's from outside of us. It's just, it's an extra paranormal experience. It's just not, provable it just is what it is and if you would understand that you turn on the lights off you'd understand the pink goat under my bed I'm not saying that pink goats exist under my bed or that even the phylum of goat could exist under my bed what I'm saying is that I I experienced something outside of the world and you can't tell me it's not true because I understand it my grandmother saw it my great-grandmother saw it and we see pink goats under our bed and that's just the way it is and you can't prove it because as soon as you try to prove it it hides so you're wrong that's a good point. This is what I hear when I hear this kind of shit. I know. I hear
1: you on that, but like... It's unprovable, that's a good point, so it, it might as well be anything. To... It might
0: as well be literally anything. It doesn't matter. It could be anything. Sure. What you want.
1: I hear you, but this came back... So it all it all comes full circle because the Ouija board conversation, which is why I brought this up, is that like, you know, when you do a Ouija board and the fucking lights are on or there's electricity flowing or whatever it is, it just doesn't work as well. And the Native Americans see people in they're their Western world people or they're not and makes a difference. So, so I can see it makes sense to me personally, after Ouija board experience, why if you're trying to record a cattle farm and there's um, a video camera on it that nothing happens. It's the same thing as the Ouija board. In my opinion, yours is different. The native Americans is the same as mine. (laughs) And It is, you know, like that's just how it goes. So the ultimate, no one's asking you this question or me, but the ultimate protection of your farm is put a camera on it. Nothing will show up. Nothing
0: can happen as long as you have actual verifiable evidence. Just fine.
1: Yeah.
0: Just put GoPros on all your cows, and nothing will ever fucking happen to them. Besides, a wolf will attack them, and it'll tear their limbs off. And you'll be like, oh, that's what I have.
1: Yeah. Well, if Skinwalker Ranch is still 200 grand like it was, I mean, that's, that's a monthly. There's well, no right way now, it's interest that cheap rates now. are
0: not good. It's too famous.
1: Yeah, it is. It's probably um, worth a
0: million dollars now just from being more famous. Yeah, but it's right.
1: a million still cheap for that. Um, oh, yeah, it is cheap. But that. I'm just saying is that, you know, we could be like, all right, we'll go there. We're going to buy 100 cows and we're going to put GoPros on all of them, like you said, and, and we'll get to the bottom of this shit real quick. I don't think
0: we'll get to the bottom of it. I think it'll be like what you said. All your cows will be protected. It's like a holy bell on their necks, the GoPro of truth. If it records what actually happens, you should never be touched by any entity outside this world. As long as you can prove it, it will never happen. It's perfect. It's like like turning off the cameras and the lights when the the, uh, Ouija board is on. The very fact that you can recreate it and prove it means it won't happen. Perfect. Yeah. You should put cameras on your whole farm and nothing will ever happen again. If you're afraid of UFOs, put a dashboard cam on your car. It's perfect. If you think you're going to get attacked by the Yeti in, in uh, the you know, N- Nepalese mountains, just wear a, wear a body cam, dude. There's no way it'll show up if it's a body cam because Unless, it just has not been recorded and it will not be.
1: So if it's all part of the same realm as the Navy UFOs, invest in infrared. <laughs> All FLIR is, it means forward camera. looking infrared radar. So, mm.
0: um, didn't they use infrared cameras at Screen Rocket Ranch once they took it over? I'm sure. I think the did. government, yeah, did, yeah, it's easy. They're they expensive, though.
1: Anything. I was lo- well, not expensive, but like I was looking you know, for $22 my phone. million to
0: buy you a lot of cameras,
1: though. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I mean, uh, we'll, we'll figure it out. But um, you ready? Uh, that's the story of him Rocket Ranch, as far as I know. Yeah. It's so pretty much it. We've there's been a lot of documented personal injuries. There's been a lot of UFO sightings. There's been portals. Mm-hmm. There's been dogs that have been eaten with the grass around them burned in perfect circles. Mm-hmm. This and... is this isn't
0: just a couple of people in the woods of New Hampshire saying they saw something. This is a multi million dollar investment in a strange location that included backing by the Department of Defense. I mean, this is not just another
1: DOD you
0: know, UFO sighting kind of thing. And that's why I wanted to bring up to you. I think we should decide right now the most likely explanation of what this is because I can say, I can't help you with that. I can say I know where I'm it's going. nothing, but I can't say it's nothing because it, it is something and you can say it's everything, but it can't be everything. It can't mm. be both UFOs and spirits and the, like, you got to pick one. So I would think we should, we should knock down these explanations and say which one we are most likely to believe. And we can say why. As our final thoughts, because we already said our final thoughts. Basically, are you cool with that?
1: Uh, yep. I feel like you, uh, you put me in a between a rock and a hard place because this is a, a you, pretty you don't ha- hard topic course. to do these rules on. And let me tell I, you right know now, what I think this is. Let me tell you right now,
0: as an explanation, you can, after we're done with this, you can give me what your full explanation is as your final thoughts. And when you're picking one of these, you're not saying this is what it is. You're saying this is the most likely of this list. You're not saying this is the answer. But like right, if, I I say, put... if I say it's fudgy the whale, you say 0%. That's not you saying it's not fudgy the whale. It's saying I don't okay. think it's fudgy the whale.
1: Okay. All right. So are you going to quiz me first? How are we going to do this? No, one? no.
0: I'm just going to list these explanations. And I'm going to give, we can, a, we can gonna give which... a percentage. You don't have to do that. You can.
1: Do you want to do that? I like the percentage one, yeah, because okay, yeah. I'm a good like 24% guy. Like, okay, I can yeah, throw I'll a real number of like my brain. Right on. Right, let's I'm ready it that way. Then it's like All spin right. the wheel, but, but on so, a here, real so here's, the,
0: here's the list I have, and it is possible explanations for the happenings at Skinwalker Ranch. It goes like this: ghost,
1: spirits of dead people. Oh uh, wait, wait! I was going to say ghost. Ghost. Uh, zero percent.
0: Aliens, meaning beings from another planet visiting Earth. 87%. Okay. Hoax made up either for money or for people pranking before the the, uh, the family sold the ranch. 3%. Okay. That's the other 3% you're missing to the 90. Got gotcha. you. Uh, skinwalkers, Navajo legend of the people who walk on all fours and can take the embodiment of animals. 98.9%. Okay, so that's basically what it is. Gotcha, uh, <laughs> cur- <laughs> I don't know how it can be UFOs and walkers
1: No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not contributing. It's percent isn't the whole. It's just that, like, right. It's if just I were how to segregate likely. all these into how likely they are. Yeah, that's a good point. That's I where I I'm at. I'm not trying to say. Uh, I'm not trying to yeah. add up to right. What you're, it is? Yeah, you're,
0: you're just saying how likely it is. That's right. Yeah, uh, cursed land. This is this is not a specific beast or entity it's just the land is cursed and it's kind of like poltergeist where like things just happen because you're there and you shouldn't be there
1: kind of thing. Not sure cursed I can answer land. that because there has to be a why and it would be skinwalkers. Well the Native curse Americans. the cursed
0: land is that like the Native Americans said this land is All cursed. 99.1%
1: right. Okay, so even a
0: little bit less than Skinwalkers, but not much.
1: No, no, um, more than Skinwalkers. Skinwalkers is 98.9. This is point. A yeah, little 9. bit less, yeah. Uh, how about rare natural
0: phenomena? We're talking about like, like you said, the gases, um, lighting, yeah, weird magnetic fields, like some kind of like weird natural thing, like the Northern Lights. If you saw the Northern Lights in the middle of Utah, you'd be freaked out. But if you see them in the North Pole, you're like, oh, it's just part of the world. It's very strange and, and mm. odd, but it's understandable.
1: Yeah, tricky, uh, ball lightning ones. kind of stuff. Um, hmm. Yeah, zero point one percent. Wow, almost no chance of that. <laughs> the U.S.
0: military, they did, they did get fully involved, and you could say chicken or egg. They got involved afterwards, famous, or did they get involved afterwards, famous because they wanted to shut it down? Because ever since Bigelow sold the place, they found no concrete evidence and very little stories since then. And the most recent evidence we have is a New History Channel show. In fact, mm-hmm. ever since the U.S. government got involved, there's been less and less evidence of anything odd happening there whatsoever in the past 20 years. So is there a possibility that the U.S. government is trying to kind of quiet this thing down because they had a full involvement in, in the first place?
1: So based on the fact that Dwight Eisenhower signed a treaty with the aliens um, to... <laughs> to abduct a certain amount of american citizens per this year is all facts, hence 100 percent of alien abductions from 1947, 1947 by the 47 through 1990 was because it was sanctioned by the u.s government as a treaty to oh not fucking God. kill us all i would wow. say that especially but so that's what i know is that yeah. in project blue book they covered this mm-hmm. is that um given that i know that the u.s government did Account for a lot of UFO sightings and all of the abductions of every single human. Wow. Not necessarily cow but all of the abductions for human testing. This was a pact. We were given a grant to abduct so many people per year from these locations in national forests. Wow. I know wow. this. This is what happened. Um, Skinwalker Ranch, I think, is as far as everything there being part of that. Yes, I think that there's a 14.7% chance that that was going on there.
0: And finally, the possibility of interdimensional either anomalies or beings, maybe they're not from outer space. Maybe they're not from the U S government. Maybe they're just from another dimension, another dimension, another Mm -hmm. dimension. And we just don't understand what's going on there. It's like, if you saw a color outside of time, our colors out of space like that uh hp lovecraft short Mm -hmm. story like would you even understand what you were seeing if you saw it like these lights Mm, right mutilations they might just be us in the fish tank watching the flakes fall down thinking that food falls from the sky not realizing you're in an apartment complex in brooklyn i mean are we just seeing these anomalies that are outside of our dimensions that we just can't understand and this is our human way of interpreting them what's the percentage on
1: that one so many reports of portals and uh, that's the thing, yeah, very, very much, yeah, exactly. So, I would say this is a 93.69. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know you're not trying to fill 100, but the fact that I'm three not... of them are 93 it just seems like no, 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 no. 89, 91, 93. And this you was 99.1 percent. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. No, 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 wasn't, oh, no, wasn't I you know if you
0: wasn't Skinwalkers 90 or it was no, 90, that was 89.7. Okay.
1: All right. Well, yeah. Yeah. This is a ninety-three point six nine. Mm-hmm. That's the highest I got so far. And that's the number of episodes we've done. That's why I did it. Ninety-three point sixty-nine. So it's I basically ninety-four percent, but it's not. So uh, ninety-three point six nine percent international internet interdimensional beings, mm-hmm. which is why they're here, which would directly relate to the fact that they're skinwalkers, because skinwalkers are interdimensional beings. They come from portals. Really? It's very. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that part about it. Yeah, a big part of them is inter- interdimensional. They show up out of nowhere. Wild stuff.
0: Well, that's all I have for the our little uh, breakdown. Well, Joe, what what's your? Well, well,
1: I need to know what your percentages are. You can't fucking just let me do this whole damn thing.
0: Oh, I thought that. Oh, I didn't Please want to just give
1: us, just yeah, just bang through this list, dude. Where are where you at?
0: Okay, well. Everyone I, uh,
1: wants go, to know. I keep getting asked, so.
0: Sure, sure. Yeah, we have uh, mm-hmm. Ghost, uh, 0% mm-hmm. on that Good one. Good call, yep. Uh, you know what? I'll,
1: uh, 1%. 0.69?
0: 0. 0.69. yeah. I shouldn't say zero because that's
1: <laughs> yeah. Don't ever do a one; it's gonna be a point six nine. Yeah, there could that's be a ghost be there. So
0: I'll get 69 yep. that one. Aliens, yep. I'll give fifteen percent.
1: Okay, it's because respectable. If they actually. were out there,
0: mm-hmm. I, I mean, that could be. We don't understand it.
1: Hoax, it's a respectable number, fifteen percent. Hoax, including not just
0: before they bought the place, but after all these people were writing books, making History Channel TV shows. I'm going to give hoax at a 50% wow. because Big 50% number. of it could be, they really believe it and they don't know that that's
1: wrong. So I'm gonna I give feel like you're not giving enough information. Are you leaning towards 49 or 51?
0: I would say 49. No, I would say 50.69% 50. <laughs> 50. <laughs> on hoax.
1: Wow. Damn closer. 51.
0: Yeah. As a hoax, either willing or mm-hmm. unwilling. Okay. Uh, Skinwalkers. I will give. 1.69% uh, of wow. actual Native American humans who killed their uh, parents and became witches and became uh, shape-shifting animals.
1: Mm, close to uh, 2%.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Cursed land, I will give a 2.69% because all these extra things that could happen, I don't know how curses work. It could be anything. Could sure. Be a, yeah. Weird lights, weird fog. I mean, people are getting skin rashes. It's obviously not a great real estate, I mean, Bigelow bought it. Uh, Fugle bought it. They're not getting mm-hmm. a lot of money out of it initially. They're sinking a lot of money into this stuff. They're trying to be famous. Mm-hmm. Uh, rare natural phenomena, I will give a 50.69%, same as wow. hoax. Damn. It's tied for like, hoax. That's it crazy. Seems very unlikely. Um, mm-hmm. But it's just as likely as it being a bullshit in my mind, because a lot of things that happen as rare natural phenomena, just like we said about people eating ergot in uh yes the colonial times yeah, or the settled. northern yeah. lights if i saw the northern lights and i was in the year 10,000 bc i'd be like this is aliens this is god i don't know what the hell this is but now we know it's magnetic refraction of uh host from the sun next thing u.s military hey now i would give it a higher than this if they would be more involved in it. the fact that they got involved seriously in it I. Much like last week, I can't tell why they would be involved in that. I think they actually do just throw money into things, hoping that they're going to get alien technology and become the top dogs. Even if they don't believe it, they believe it could happen. Much the same way that uh, Senator Reid wanted to volunteer this as part of his political career to get involved. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give that a uh, it's happening because 60% for me. Damn. 69% actually.
1: <laughs> okay. All right, wow, that's a big jump. 60 to 69, yeah. yep, 9%. Yep, yep, yep.
0: And then uh interdimensional beings, I'll give it a 20.69% because 20. I 69. think that, um I don't think this is what it is, but if it is what it is, it's just as likely as anything else because we're not going to be able to understand it. It's like someone's speaking to you in a different language and you're saying their spelling's wrong. It's like, well, how do you fuck do you know? You have no idea what that's like. You're mm. just experiencing it as your language, you don't know what their language is like. You don't know where the subject and predicate happen or the punctuation. So anyways, that's my guess.
1: Those are solid numbers, Joe. Those are all respectable, Thank you. Uh, realistic, uh, fully accountable for your actions numbers, Joe. I but when it's
0: that. all said and done, yeah. unlike a lot of things we talk about on this podcast that I know it all, and I think I know how it actually went down, here's how it went, this is how it is, this is what people are wrong. In this particular case, it's just so much involved, I really don't know the answer. I, I don't know I don't think yeah. it's what serious. was the final thoughts
1: I mean what are you doing
0: I'm just I'm sorry I don't know I just I'm saying I don't know I'm not acting like I know that's all I'm
1: saying mm, okay all right final, final thoughts, thoughts. So I'm Dylan. Um, if you just started listening right now, and um, <laughs> it's like
0: people tune into the radio you know, two turn, hours into the podcast. Oop, you never know. Yet. Yeah, no.
1: If you're on the live show, <laughs> no, I never stop
0: doing it that way. It's, it's always in here, bit. and
1: you're just getting into this. If you're just um, tuning in, two hours into a pre-recorded thing. Yeah, yeah so, meaning you're hiding in my bed. Um, <laughs> and you just woke up. Uh, I'm Dylan half the podcast and we're talking about the uh, skinwalkers. My final thoughts on the skinwalkers are uh, the utmost respect as kind of most of our topics goes. I ain't fucking with this, dude. This is something that, um, you know, I feel deeply. I've seen a lot of animals in the wild and, um, and uh, I've never really got a vibe that it's like shit, you know, like, the eyes are off for that type of thing. The, uh, what'd you call it, Joe? The, um, uh, Sorry. no, like the, the, the sensation. Oh, Uncanny, Uncanny Valley. Uncanny Valley. Everyone make sure you look that up if you know what it is. It's when you see the eyes. Something's not right about it. You a, should know about a, it. you know about
0: it during the episode about the puppets, the haunted puppets.
1: We did. I, I was there. Um, just forgot the name of it. So, 60, whatever. if you listen to episode 60, whatever, you know about Uncanny Valley. So, um, Freaks You Out, whatever, we had that built into us. And um, But to be fully frank, um, I'm a very, very firm believer, way more than 69.69% um, of a believer in, um, in Skinwalker Ranch and Skinwalkers. I think the Native Americans are way more connected to nature, their environment, the spiritual realm, uh, what actually is a reality, which is everyone's version is different, but like the real, real deal stuff. And if they're able to put a curse on another tribe for killing them, taking their land, and this is the result of it, I'm not fucking getting involved in that shit. Like, not a goddamn chance. It's terrifying. Um, So I'm a firm believer in skinwalkers, and I um, respect them, and I wish them all the best. I just want... uh, uh, skin. And I think Skinwalker Ranch is 100%. Everything I've heard on the show is true. That's me, Joe. Onto you.
0: Come on to you after all of this you believe 100
1: percent in that come on man have you seen it dude i mean like i watched it it's
0: hard to watch i don't know man any sense of skepticism they see
1: ufos in the show you see them up there and you're like what is that
0: i mean like they anyone... launch flare they, they launched like 10 rockets in the show i saw them launching I've fireworks seen them launch the shit but like you're gonna buy them at but walmart you see these
1: things and you go like you just watch you just see the stuff and you go how is that possibly not real it's incentive.
0: We talked about this. It's motivation and incentive. All right. I'll get my final thoughts.
1: Right I don't know. I just, I, I know. Yeah, I know that. But like, I don't know. Why if would you, they want I, to do it? Because they all right, want to final do Final thoughts. I will not fucking spend one hour at Skinwalker Ranch. Not, and definitely would not live there for six months. Answer that question at the end of your final thoughts. All right.
0: Like this. The same way you were talking about it. I think that ultimately this is one of those strange things in the podcast that we can't explain outright. And I won't pretend to do so. But I think above all else, it harkens back to so many things we talk about. It's the unknown, the unexplained. And I won't deny that for one second. But the unknown, the unexplained doesn't immediately jump to this is what it is. I have, like you said, most respect for the cultures who lost their land there. And I wish there was a curse on that land to say that you can't just take this over and film your reality TV shows on it without repercussions. We're going to get down to you. But people are scared by things they don't know. They want to believe, as uh, Scully would say, in that sense. And I think the fact that there was from 1930 until 1987 no reports whatsoever of anything strange happening there. Sure, you could say maybe they're private people. They don't want to blast their ideas out to society and act like they're out, uh, off of the grid or whatever. But their son lived there the whole time too. And after he bought the place, the Shermans were in contact with him until Bigelow bought it. And Bigelow said, I'm investing millions of dollars in this place, only 200 grand into buying it or less than 200 grand in buying it, but I'm going to invest a lot more than that in researching it. So he goes out, buys all these scientists, looks up the sun. He talks to the sun and he goes, I got to know, what did your parents say? What happened? What did you know growing up? You live there. I mean, we're going to research this thing. We have the infrared cameras. We have all the shit we need. EMGs. Go ahead. And the guy goes, nothing ever happened whatsoever. My parents never said anything happened. Nothing happened. Just a ranch. That's how it goes. And he goes, you're a liar. He got mad at him. He called him a liar. He's like, I don't believe this guy. Get him out of here. He just couldn't stand the idea that he could have sunk in millions of dollars into this bullshit thing that never happened. The Shermans were superstitious. Some shit happened that was weird and they were disturbed by it. Cattle mutilation, it happened in the past, unexplained all that good stuff. And all people involved in here have the incentive to believe this is a supernatural event. They have their lifehood on the line. They have their money on the line and their reputation, especially if you're Bigelow. You can't just sink in $20 million from this thing being like, we found nothing. But sometimes that's how science goes. That is how science goes. That's not how real estate investment goes. That's not how television programming goes. When it comes to those things, you put money in, you get money out. Whether or not it works well or not, this mm. is what it is. You build up what you need to do to get the payday. You buy the house. Hey, there's a giant hole in the basement. He a radon. Who cares? Patch it up, pull it over, flip the house, move. That's Bigelow. That's Fugle. That's the government getting in there and researching whatever i think it's a whole lord a whole load of goddamn horde crap and it's not that people are lying it's that people are incentivized to buy into it or feed into it to exaggerate it's like those oral traditions you talked about there's some message there you want to convey whether or not it's there and the people who work for fugal and work for bigelow their jobs are to find weird shit today it's not to find out what's happening altogether. We'll talk about it in three years. We'll gather our findings and come together like you would do through true science or exploration. It's to say, we have 10 episodes. We're getting paid $5 million and we need to see weird shit right now. You can't have a 10 episode season and nothing happens. You just can't. And you can't invest in an entire property and start a whole branch you know, called NIDS And pay all that money and say nothing happens out of it. There is a incentive to it happening. It reminds me of like the Russian government or North Korea, where it's like, we have to have something for this person or they're going to shut us down. Luckily in America, you get fired and those countries, you get killed. But this is what it is in my mind. It is a strange event. It's unexplained, but much in the way it was in the past where they were putting leeches on your body because they didn't understand how the four humors worked. It wasn't that they were lying they truly believe this is how their human body worked and they wanted it to work because they were incentivized to make humans healthier and safe and their job get paid fix my kids and they go i don't know leeches and they tried and they didn't know better so maybe Skinwalker ranch is some kind of extra dimensional thing or maybe it's a spiritual curse that we don't understand but i think that saying we understand it is completely bullshit and if it truly is something beyond our understanding Maybe it's like leeches where we just we're trying our best to understand the human body, but it's just outside of our grasp. Maybe we're just having infrared cameras and we're having reality TV shows to try to understand it, but it's just out of our grasp. And, and maybe in 200 years from now, we'll look back at Skinwalker Ranch and be like, well, obviously it's that, but all those humans from the year 2022 didn't understand that they, they didn't get it. They just had their cameras out there. They were telling stories about wolves that they didn't understand it. So Maybe in the future we'll understand better, but I think it's very foolish to think that we understand it now and that anything we've seen from it is any kind of indication in hard science of something outside of our world. I mean, it's strange, it's odd, but I ain't scared of it. And to answer your question, I'm not staying anywhere for six months. That's not my house, but I'll spend a week there if you pay me. Just like a haunted house, get me in there. I'd rather really say that than haunted house, at least there's stars to look at. I bet the stars in Uinta are beautiful.
1: Yeah, I don't know. That's a crazy question, but there's your answer, and there's the uh, the Dylan and Joe Basin podcast final thoughts on Skinwalkers and Skinwalker Ranch. And, so, how did we finally uh, get into
0: it? Like we said before the podcast started, it's it's been a long-standing notion in our heads we had to do a podcast about this and it includes so many things in the podcast from cryptids to Mm -hmm. cattle mutilation to ufos uaps and even ghosts i mean it really brings it all
1: it's all in there and you guys better buckle up because we got a real unexpected and we'll give you guys a hundred dollars if you can actually figure out what our next podcast is about episode 70 you'll it's another episode it's another uh episode with our hottest president hottest resident uh dom we'll see you uh next week and um this podcast is going to blow all of y'all's socks off it's going to be good so we'll see you guys then um we hope you enjoy skimwalker ranch and um uh stay posted We'll as always keep you on on the post for further developments
0: Him. All right, I'm gonna rapid fire like three or four stories. Please that. God, point here. bring it on dude, we're ready. Like imagine so, if all your crazy ideas that are all wrong were all real,
1: cause you're the one smart one and everyone else is stupid, but you're smart. So based on the fact that Dwight Eisenhower signed a treaty with the aliens um, to <laughs> to abduct a certain amount of American citizens per this year, hence 100% of alien abductions from sanctioned by the US 1947, through 1990 was because it was sanctioned by the U.S. government as a treaty to oh not fucking God. kill us all.
0: Oh, you turn it on the side or double zero, good jersey.
1: Oh, like just you're just doing, drawing boobs. <laughs> but everyone knows the Muffin Man on Blueberry Lane, or whatever it is. Muffin Man was a fucking pedophile, and it's a true story. What, what, and kids—that's oh, true. God yeah, we're. We're very naive to think that we'd be part of the elite to be going to Roland Bass. We would be in the fucking river yeah. shitting ourselves. We're living <laughs> like big, elite. There's yeah. a big difference as far as um, Dr. Strangelove, 7739. We're going to do a shout out to them because Uber they fan. don't like how much we swear. They like the movie Dr.
0: Strangelove. Like Strange.
1: More importantly, they like Stanley Kubrick. Yeah, Kubrick fan, yeah. Yes, not right. just Dr. Strangelove, which I don't actually, I don't even know if they swear in that if, if at all. I don't know if they swear either, but I just but say, hey, I can tell you that a couple other fan. Kubrick movies have a lot of stuff going on that you might find. Or
0: they're just a big Peter Sellers fan if they don't really like Stanley Kubrick's movies.
1: Yeah, maybe. <laughs> seven, seven, three, nine. We'll, we'll talk about that. So, Unless it's you. <laughs> it's not me. <laughs> <need>. I'm not that <laughs> Yeah, I just say yeah, we like and comment. We have I have forty five YouTube accounts and I follow our podcast with them. And we like actually don't have any
0: listeners. It's just you know, he just really
1: spends most of his time when he's not recording, like putting in the effort to be Yeah, like Roger from American Dad. I mean, how else should I do it? <laughs> yeah. uh, uh,
0: Skinwalkers, Navajo legend of the people who walk on all fours and can take the embodiment of animals. Ninety eight point nine percent. Okay, so that's basically what it is. Gotcha. Uh, Kurt. <laughs>